Panago Pizza presents S S D P P the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go! You know when we started this podcast, doing it on Wednesdays and Sundays, we thought, you know what, major news days. We're going into a national game night on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and then the day after. The national game nights on Saturday nights, right? That's sort of the the times you want to be talking. And heading into the major Monday commute. Hey, everyone, you gearing up for your Monday commute? <sighs> Y'all going to school and everything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Work? <laughs> this is, um... Well, I mean, nuts. We, the last time we talked, yeah. there were games on the schedule. Adam, you were... That's insane. You're good all the time. You were bloody prophetic. Like, you were amazing. I was only episode. prophetic because Rudy Gobert refused to take any precautions, man. <laughs> Touching all the microphones and that sort of thing. It was the like, most <laughs> surreal thing ever. I went to Sportsnet immediately after we recorded. Mm-hmm. Like, the NBA had probably shut down by the time the episode was up. Like, and I went to Sportsnet while I was shooting one of the hat picks or dang it's, whichever one we shot first. Like, it got interrupted midway to be like, oh, Rudy Gobert tested positive. Right. By the end of the video, oh, the NBA is shut down. Or no, that, that was it was by the end of the second video. Like, we couldn't, it took us forever to get anything done because the news was, like, we had to make an effort to put our phone down because the, the news was smashing us. Yeah. Just over and over, like, this thing, that thing, that thing, that thing. And then it went from no league is shut to it's like nine o'clock and we're going why the why isn't the nhl closed right now (laughs) why isn't the nhl delayed yep yep and it took them a while and because i think they were as i I don't know i don't think i blame them a lot of people are like why did it take them so long i it's only a couple hours difference like i mean if they played another night yeah maybe but like i think i think you know them going, well, we need to weigh what we need to have going on as well. And, and you know, I know that there were people that were hard on them for being a couple hours late. You know what? It's a multi-billion dollar organization that's saying we're going to say no to all of our profits. Uh, well, and and you have to in, consult some owners, right? That's you gotta, a lot of people yeah. to wrangle. And, and, yeah, try pulling 31 billionaires onto the phone to go, okay, guys, what do you think you want to do? And, and, so and also, you, also what, what do you do? You just send them all out into the world? What do you mean? Right? Like all the players, oh, you have games tonight. Oh, you yeah, no yeah. longer do go about your lives. No, you got to have... You got to have some instruction. Well, and that's that's the weird part because I was watching um, I was watching Elliot Friedman sort of talk about it. And the here's the issue, right? All, the NHL has asked all of the players to stay in their home markets, wherever they play their home games. Problem with that is the Canadian government has said, everybody who is a Canadian get home. I and, know someone who left for England on Friday. Why did they? Oh, like I last week? Uh, oh no! Yeah. Did I, they get a cheap flight? No, it was pre-booked. Oh, it was already, God. But, they didn't want to cancel. And and well, and there's stories of companies making it difficult to cancel, and it, it's bloody chaos. It's bloody like I'm worried for people who are abroad right now. They're not going to be able to get home. True. I, I feel bad for people who earnestly like they got here before any of this really started. Uh, or it started to get bad. Like, I'm getting tweets from people like, I'm visiting for the Leaf game from Australia. Like, I'm visiting from Germany. What should I do? There was there was one, I think I think it was the German girl. She She's like, 
uh, so I'm in Toronto and there's no Leafs. Like, what can I go do? And I'm like, the CN Tower. And I just see a tweet <laughs> scroll by that it's closed. And I go, go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And she's like, I had 23 minutes in the Hall of Fame before it got closed. Wow. Uh, what do you... Yeah. This is the most surreal thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, it. it like, <laughs> I hate... I was watching CNN uh, and they're... What was the one of the doctors was essentially like, listen, this happens once at least every hundred years, so we were due. Yeah. Um, and and you know, in in a way, yes, thank God it's not Spanish flu bad, but it it's it's bad. And and um, you know, with with the NHL players, I think one of the major concerns the league has is they, especially in Canadian markets, they're worried about American players that might have gone home. Because if that happens, then they have to if they come back, they have to put them in a 14-day quarantine, mm-hmm. which could depending upon how the next, you know, week goes, a couple weeks go, hold them out of games if they were to play within a 30-day window because the NHL, unlike some other leagues, didn't really put a, a time limit on it. Like the MLS said, 30 days, we'll, we'll reevaluate. I believe the MLB did the same thing. The NBA and the, M- the NHL said, we're postponing. And that's all we're doing. Then Adam Silver said 30 days. Didn't yeah. He? Did he? Yeah. Okay. So the NHL hasn't put a real time limit on it. And I think, no. I mean, obviously, I think you just, I think every day it changes so fast. How yeah. do you, why, why bother, right? Like, why put a time limit on it? I think, interestingly enough, um, it was so funny to hear Donald Fear, of all people, a guy from the NHL Players Association, say, oh, I think that they'll be able to open up the training facilities uh, by the end of next week. And what the NHL has said today, apparently, is that, Nothing will happen for the next seven days. Uh-huh. So this is minimum seven days. Nobody goes to work. Nobody leaves. Nobody does anything. Yeah, it's supposed to be you... two weeks. It's two weeks. Everybody's quarantined, and yep. then we reevaluate in two weeks. It's kind of what their plan is. Here's here's what it is. Unless you're listening to a medical expert, you're listening to someone making it up. Mm-hmm. Donald fears. Ah, yeah, next week. He's making it up. He's pulling it out of his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess maybe at that time when he was interviewed, maybe that's something he'd heard from the NHL that they'd asked him to keep quiet that he didn't. You know, I, who knows, right? Who knows where he would have got that from? Um, unless he, you, like you said, Steve, just made it up on the spot. But it's sort of a... Ah, next week. Yeah. Ah. Like, well, I, I, I found that interesting because you would assume the Players Association guy would be like, oh, no, my players aren't walking back into those arenas until we know. Right. In other I get. I don't know. I don't know. So it was. Uh, it's, it's been a... It's been a uh, obviously a weird few days, and so what we know now is about what anybody else knows, and I'm sure that you know by the time you're listening to this, it'll be somewhat outdated. Out of, out of date. Um, Italy is uh, Italy is now the epicenter of this virus in the world, and uh, I think they reported. I don't want to. You know what? I want to speculate that, but they spe- yeah. they reported a lot of deaths today. Oh really? Uh, and, and it's an old country, right? Yeah, and so I, there was. It's it's interesting because they've got one of the better funded medical systems in Europe. Um, as much as they have some governmental issues and that sort of thing, some corruption problems, at least in the past. Sure. The um, uh, it was three sixty eight today. Their deaths today, yeah, reported today. That was two hours ago. Yeah. So so Jesus. you can imagine that um, what they're trying to do right now in North America, and if you're in Europe, you're already ahead of this, but. Um, the they're saying that we are about 10 days behind what Europe is going through. And Italy would be at the worst end of that spectrum, right? Because they're the epicenter right now and they've got more going on than Wuhan does. And actually in China, uh, they've actually seen a huge drop off and I think only eight more reported cases uh-huh. in China. 
as of yesterday. Korea yeah, the news? numbers are going the other way. Right. Yeah. Good. So they, Korea they, too, right? South Korea. South Korea yes. is going down. Yeah. So they have, um, they have the opportunity here to to kind of track this. Uh, the issue is that you know the United States has 300 million people, and Canada's got 30 million, and Canada's it's got what? 30 million, um, 36 million or something like that. And it's so it's basically it's one for ten. You know we've got one for every 10 Americans. Um, Something like that. And the the issue that we have is that because we're next to such a giant, and frankly, a giant that took a little while to get going with this, um, there is some issues with the cross border stuff. Like I had a I had a really frank conversation with my uh, my father, my stepmom. Um, they're in Florida every winter because they uh, they have a little place down there, and it was on Friday. And so the leagues had just been canceled the day before, basically. And I said, you guys need to get home and you need to get home now. And they were receptive, but it's sort of a weird position to be in because you, um, you're telling your parents what to do. You're like scolding them. Like I, I said, I'm like, I know that there's a lot going on and they actually, sadly enough, were having to put their dog down that day. So it's just like sadness just and they're distracted. Brutal. And I'm like, you got to leave now. You got to leave the country. And, uh, and so they're, you know, they're working on getting back. Thank God they don't have to fly because you've seen the, the, the hour long oh, lineups. Driving? Yeah. Because oh, the lineups God. to get out of the airport, because the testing lineups, so you, you land and you stand for an hour to get tested and then you go through customs. Mm-hmm. The, the lineup, uh, I had to stand in at Pearson coming home from the all-star game before any of this. If, if this was all going on, like there would have been literally people on the floor having panic attacks. Yeah. Like, and, and I saw the lines. It was worse. I don't know what to say. Well, I'm yelly, screamy, leaf man. There are some things that we can talk about. For and sure. I, I think, first off, it's not going to be a, a doom and gloom show. One day, maybe today's that day, uh-huh. we can all laugh that on Steve's birthday, they canceled the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's perfect the way it happens. So you know? It's me. crazy that it was the day of. The day of. Your they, birthday. They could have The guy who makes his before. living on hockey. Yeah. As his a fan. life is devoted to hockey. And they canceled it. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it, I have been getting a lot of, like, neighbors going, like, so, like, what what do you do right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I go, well, I work at Sportsnet, and there are no sports. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel bad for them on the, the highlight desk in the morning. <laughs> it uh, like, it just dawned on me yesterday. I go, oh, yeah, I sent a quick text. I'm like, do we have Ice Surfing Tuesday? <laughs> I guess not, eh? No, probably like, not. No, <laughs> we are. Would have been nice if they gave you the heads up, though. They could still well, tell you that. <laughs> it's kind of implied. It is. <laughs> I, I haven't bothered bugging anybody. It's chaos. No. Right. I know it's chaos. Um... I haven't bothered bugging anybody. I think I'm going to go there on Wednesday, but, like, that's if that's not shut, too. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's probably not. I don't know. Because the, what's the, the phrase everybody keeps using is flatten the curve? Yes. Yeah. That's what that's why we're closing all of these things, because we're trying to flatten the curve of people just getting it, just so everybody avoids touching each other so the virus yeah. doesn't, so maybe doesn't I, contract more people. So if you don't have a necessary need to go into the office, Steve, I would tell you not to go. Yeah, maybe I'll shoot from home. <laughs> I mean, I certainly can. Yeah, I got some ideas for stuff. <laughs> well, you should, <laughs> you should talk about you should, that. You should shoot like, that in your. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. There's some news I think that we yeah. should get to first. Sure. Um, so you know, first off, I think we got to start with a little bit of good news. I want to mm-hmm. shout out uh, 
Kevin Love for starting this, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo for continuing it, and several other players. Rudy and Gobert. Th- and then Rudy Gobert, who is giving 500000 including 100000 euros to France, and then the you know 250000 to people in the Utah community, and then I think he's donating some more money to people who are part-time workers who will not get to work now because... Uh, because the NBA has been canceled, that's a lot of money, it's a huge um, thing. and it's a it's an enormous thing. The thing I got to tell you that I don't like is millionaires paying the employees of billionaires, and I'm quite quite frustrated. Never, never give a dollar <laughs> to an owner for a building ever again. Yeah, ever again. Well, it brings this to the community. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck unless, you forever. Unless the city owns it as well. Like in the, in BMO's, BMO Field's case, the city owns that. Uh-huh. But every time that Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment wants to add seats, they pay for it alone. Good. And they paid for the Scotiabank Arena, for, formerly Air Canada Center, as an organization, paid for it themselves. Um, but I find it very interesting. I think the Cavs stepped up after Kevin Love did yeah. it. Um, but like... There are, and I've got a list here, and this might be a little out of date just because it was posted yesterday. It probably is. But we're going to come after a couple of teams, Canadian teams, that really, I mean, here are the, here's the list, and this is according to Russian Machine Never Breaks. Oh, okay. I was about to say, shout out Bonk's Mullet yeah, for sort of starting the first list. Russian Machine posted this. Jeremy Jacobs, uh, Boston Bruins, apparently uh, they are not, they are not paying. So Brad Marchand. Who's shocked? Tested or shared a GoFundMe page to help pay TD Garden employees, which many Bruins players have contributed to, and fans are now as well. Yeah. Sorry to clarify, who's shocked? That's not a Bruins thing. That's a Jeremy Jacobs. Yeah, thing. Who's uh, shocked? the Come one on. I'm least shocked by is the next name, which is Murray Edwards, owner of the Calgary Flames and Calgary. You know, I think yeah. Flames Sports and Entertainment have confirmed they will not be playing paying employees for canceled events or postponing COVID-19. Columbus Blue Jackets, John P. Mc, uh, McConnell. Minnesota, Craig Leipold will not be paying. Eugene Melnick, obviously, in Ottawa. Um, <laughs> the, guy, the guy who gave $196 million to Ryan Suter and Zach Parise doesn't have any money. Right. St. Louis Blues, Tom Stillman. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Bill Foley. Uh, Winnipeg Jets, Mark Chipman. And David Thompson. Now, I, I just oh to give God, you an idea. Vegas. So, yeah. Oh, oh, not a good look for Vegas. God. Winnipeg Jets. Mark Chipman is worth $500 million. David Thompson and the Thompson family. I believe are if they're not the richest, then they're the second richest family in Canada, and they're like top top forty in the world. These these are the Jets. Yeah, uh, they David Thompson and his family are worth about thirty eight billion dollars, and they will not be paying employee, employees for canceled events. Now the Calgary Flames fans, uh, as of last night, had started a GoFundMe for their group. Um, the Edmonton Oilers, by the way, were on this list too, but they've stepped up to the plate since then. Um, and so Flames fans are now paying for the employees rather than Murray Edwards. And what's interesting about this... Make no mistake, Flames fans pay for them anyway. Yeah. Flames fans pay for them by going to the game, buying the hot dogs, buying the beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The guys who make the profit are the owners. Yes. The fans pay that shit. Well, and that's... Brings, the owner's name is on the paycheck, but the fans pay that shit. That's right. So that brings me to, um, that brings me to a an article by uh, Jason Van Rassel from the Calgary Herald, August eighteenth, twenty fifteen. These are publicly funded arenas across the country. We got BC Place in Vancouver. The BC government loaned five hundred fourteen million dollars uh, to Pavco, a provincial crown corporation that owns and operates BC Place to renovate the stadium. 
Um, the stadium opened in 1983. CFL's BC Lions and Vancouver Whitecaps play there. Rogers Place in Edmonton. We all know this story. This is when, and I was in Calgary when this started to happen. Uh, uh, Daryl Cates, owner of Rexall, uh, owner of the Edmonton Oilers, threatened to move them to Seattle. Uh, and eventually, the city put uh, $200 million into the $480 million project, um, and it will be funded by additional property taxes and parking revenues. Oilers' ownership contribute, contributed $130 million, and $125 would have been raised by surcharge on event tickets. So the city of Edmonton paid more than Daryl Cates for Daryl Cates' building. Of course. Um, there's, there's New Mosaic in Regina. Uh, there's MTS Center in Winnipeg, and this is the other one I really wanted to point out. Uh, taxpayers at all three levels of government paid a total of $40.5 million towards the construction of the $133.5 million MTS Center, which opened in 2004 and played a role in luring the NHL back to the city in 2011. The Jets' owners, True North Sports and Entertainment, paid $93 million. So what's interesting about this is the Jets and the Flames, who both have not stepped up to the plate, have... Um, have told everybody you have to go apply for EI. Now, now I, I don't know, I don't pr- pretend to know all the ins and outs of EI in every province. Jesus, me neither. Uh, but essentially what they are saying is go ask the government for help because it worked so well for them in the past. Right, and right. And a lot of people don't qualify for that. So what Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment did was they said, we'll top you up until you until you apply for, until you, sorry, until you it works for you to, to apply for EI as well. So the um, they're working on the plan. So the the assistance is to get them to the spot where they're at, where they can get claim EI. They're not paying for it. So Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment is is going halfway here, but they're not going full. And I, so I'm I'm a little sad about that as well. Yeah. Um. And and but I want to I want to shout out the Flames and the Jets in the worst way though because I think. I think it's really interesting. An anti-shout out. I think it's really, really interesting, given what we saw the Flames go through with the elections, with uh, Nenshi a couple years ago, you know, with guys like W. Brett Wilson, who was from, um, who was from that, uh, the, the Dragons TV show, um, you know, guys, local billionaires mm. who tried to get the mayor out of the office when the mayor wouldn't capitulate and just do whatever they wanted to get this arena project funded. The city of Calgary, is paying $300 million as a part of this new arena project. $300 million. Mm-hmm. So they've not only drained part of the Calgary City taxes for this new arena, they're now going to do it again for EI. Now that's a provincial thing, but all the same. It's so interesting that these people who are so against any sort of quote-unquote socialism, any sort of social help, yeah. are so quick to run and grab social money for themselves. And it's funny they that... They don't give a fuck about you guys. Oh, 100%. And care. this is this is where I ask, like, where are these guys who were so on board with this new arena? And there were local millionaires and billionaires, big business leaders everywhere. And I'm specifically calling out Brett Wilson because he was one of the most public. But where are you now? Why aren't you stepping to the plate now? I mean, this is an easy one, man. This is a... This is a like, it's a layup. This is a layup. It's a layup, and it would cost you next to nothing. It's a per, it's a percentage. It's a rounding error right. on this guy, Murray Edwards, as well. It's a rounding error. It's less than you spent on your home basketball court. Like a hundred percent. Where are you now? And and so the next time counting. that there's a, there's a yeah there's a labor stoppage though in the NHL. The next time there's a labor stoppage, and they and the owners cry. Well, you know this fifty fifty split. Oh, we'll set up a GoFundMe for him. Exactly. Go. Fuck so this yourself. is this is such a shame. 
And I, I had Flames fans messaging me all weekend talking about how embarrassed they are. But this is what the Flames do. This is what the Flames organization did. And, you know, rest in peace to Ken King. But that group, which, you know, Ken takes his marching orders or would have taken his marching orders from Murray Edwards. Um, this is this is what they do. And this is what they do every time. And it's just you really find out, you know, how in the worst times you find out who your real friends are hmm. in the worst times. You find out who the real leaders in the community are. So mm-hmm. the, the person that signed, to, that started that GoFundMe to the Flames, uh, to Brad Marchand, for the Bruins, to whatever they're doing in Winnipeg, you're the true leaders here in the community. You're the true pillar of the community. Don't let somebody with a, a whack of cash tell you, oh no, I'm a leader in this community because I happen to be successful. And, and, leaders and, in the community give back. Give yes. something back, guys. You have the means. Give something back. To these people. Hopefully, by the end of the show, I can actually find the guy's name. But like one of the one of the most vocal voices for the Flames and their arena workers is an actual, like arena worker, like a student, and like their I believe their student loans are going to kick in in a few months, mm-hmm. which is wild. But I'm like, man, this guy, on top of already being in a situation where he's screwed, um, in two ways, he's not getting paid, and the student loans are kicking in, like. Are we worried this guy's going to lose his job for being so outspoken? No, you can say, well, it's illegal to fire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, There's so he, many ways they can screw They with could you. stop him from moving up. We've had threats like stop that level to Stop him from moving up, uh, take away some shifts. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, HR, you know, this got lost in the mail. There's there's all kinds of ways. There's all, So I just want to, by the end of the show, hopefully I find out that guy's name. I just think it's such a sad state when arenas... Teams who went to these cities crying poor, asking for public money and public funds, now want to drain public funds again because they refuse to foot the bill, which is honestly in in the right now in the hundreds of thousands. It's not that much money. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm going to ask, if I could ask one thing of everybody before, you know, this all ends, just just to just to plant the seed. Once this is, once it's deemed safe, I understand right now, you know, for the next week, especially, it's going to be really hardcore about staying in, about um, social distancing. You've heard a lot. Your life is going to change for the next little bit. It's a small price to pay to flatten this curve because the last thing we want is our medical service is overwhelmed. But what I will ask of you when we emerge from this is to go to local businesses and support them. And I'm not talking about, um, you know, like, 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 a corporation like McDonald's, for instance, they can survive this. They're going to take a hit. Stock prices are going to fall. We we walked into a Starbucks today and we're the only two people. Nobody there. Never seen that. But that Starbucks life. is going to be fine. Right. It, yeah. So it's, here's it's Starbucks. But yeah. most <laughs> local yeah. businesses mm-hmm. are just like us. They're a couple of paychecks away from being in serious financial trouble. That's how you have to look at them. I'm talking about the the local dry cleaners, the local pub owners, the local restaurants, um, the local swim clubs, the low, you know, you know what I'm talking tip about. Tip well, and if you can, tip in cash. Right. When this is all over, I'm asking you, go to go use your local businesses. If you have some extra dollars that you can spend, do that because what happens in situations like this is we lose those local businesses and the economy bounces back and the big corporations move in. I'm not, I have nothing against big corporations. They serve a purpose, nothing against success, nothing. But you need those local businesses. We need these people and they are the heartbeat of our neighborhood. So I'm going to ask you to patronize them as much as you possibly can because they may not get through this. I have a problem with monsters. 
Yeah, 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 <laughs> sure. Yeah, how's that? Monsters, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and I mean, you saw what Tim Hortons did. They said for unpaid leave, you won't even get paid for this. You still have to give a sick note. What? What did Tim Hortons do? They that was a big um, that was a big thing going around. So but what then, happened? But then they tried to backpedal. Adam, do you have the actual? I don't. Thing? I don't so here's know the article story. from March 13th. Okay. Some Tim Hortons franchises are still forcing their employees to get a doctor's note to prove they really need an unpaid sick day. Ooh. Unpaid. I don't think on on top of on top of uh, you know corporate greed mm-hmm. from. A lot of uh, different companies. I still don't think companies are even coming to grips with how serious this is. No, like I don't. you should not want your employees if they have symptoms coming to work. You shouldn't want that. And I don't think any of them grasp how re- how bonkers this has got. It's very real. Yeah, it's very. extremely because real. it's not even about having symptoms. It's just a matter of because you can have it and not have any symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't want people near people. That's basically it. That's what we're just trying to limit. Just humans next to humans is not what we want right now. Just yeah. So we need to. And and the scary reality is, is most of us are going to get this. Yeah. Most of us will. That's and not the... know. And not mm-hmm. know. And that's the thing. The the thing. Uh, there was a great video on Twitter, and I wish I'd retweeted it, but I think Rob Wong did from the Fan Five Ninety. Um, is to act like you have it, even if you don't. Yep. That's yeah. how you need to look at life. You have it, and you could pass it on to somebody. So. You know, obviously, take all the precautions necessary. Wash your hands, all that sort of thing. But, but watch where you're going. And and I and I know that there are people who are um, still in sweaty bars and going out and that sort of thing. Just you know, give an idea how serious this is in Europe. Uh, Dublin, sorry, uh, Ireland just asked all of their pub owners to close at midnight tonight and not open again until March 30th. Every single pub in Ireland, wow. right during St. Patrick's Day week. Yeah. And even that strikes me as you could have maybe done that a little differently. Because you know what the bars are going to be right up until midnight? Pulled. <laughs> yeah, but... but Packed! <laughs> but, you know, if that's... If you know the bar is closing midnight for the next... For the foreseeable future, packed! Oh, my God. They yeah. should have just been like, they're closed now. Yeah. But... Well, you have to give some notice. You can't yeah, that's why you can't, you can't suddenly close grocery stores because you need to give people right. an opportunity to go get food. Right. You can't just suddenly close them. And they can't close them. I saw yeah, No right. Frills in BC um, had a really cool idea. They disinfected the, the entire store overnight. Mm-hmm. They opened the store at 8 a.m., seniors only. Seniors oh. only so they can actually get their shit yeah. so they don't have to get in fist fights with people. You see that crazy video that... Uh, those two women in a fight, and one of them's like at least seventy years old. Yep, with the toilet uh, paper. It's it's unbelievable. And the uh, the guy in uh, in the West End in Toronto pulled a gun on someone in Loblaws on Friday. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, so That's like down the street from us. It's crazy, and it's wild. And like, I don't know. I'm prepared. I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. But like, I was I was looking at this one video of a guy with like, it was like ten Costco toilet paper stacked in their cart, which is. <laughs> Just use your it's literally like shower, a year's supply of. T- I would knock it over, and be like, "What are you going to do about it?" Yeah, but then, <laughs> then he's probably going to hate you. Especially if it's states, he might <laughs> like, have a gun. Like, that's that's where it's going, right? Like, it's, stop it's, getting in fights with people at Costco, Steve. Yeah, that's okay. the point. We don't want fights at Costco. We don't <laughs> want that. They to take continue. away my samples. <laughs> what the? F- no, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And, yeah, and I don't want to incite anything. Like, that's, well, no, 
No, and 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 I want to shout out too. Bell, Rogers, Telus, uh, in Canada at least have all waived um, data overage fees, so that at any point, so you can FaceTime your loved ones. And yeah, well, and whatnot. you can listen to you know emergency alerts and whatever. It's a small thing, but I think it's. I think it's important. Yeah, you could stream the Steve Dangle podcast yeah. unlimitedly. You could just, yeah, you wow. could just play just put it on loop. Front to back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> unlimitedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's English. So I, I, you know, we tell you all that because obviously, you know, it's it's tough. It's a it's a bit of a tough situation we're in. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to continue. And even if this studio closes, we've got a contingency plan for that. And yep. even if that becomes impossible, we have a contingency plan to that contingency. So this show will continue. And we're in groupings of less than five people. So it's, <laughs> and we're about a meter away from each other. Yeah. So it's a okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we're and, also, I, and I had to tell everyone to wash their hands when they walked in and started you, touching the equipment. Just, just, I did. You just guys weren't going to wash your hands. I just, and I you just started touching all the damn equipment. I was peeing and I washed it at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then you came over here. Then you walked into the world, you filthy piece of crap. Exactly. Oh, that's, true. that's very true. I did. I was wearing gloves. <laughs> also, uh, since we're on the uh, topic of shaming people, we must. <laughs> We oh, must man, shame yeah. Vince McMahon for not canceling WrestleMania yet. It is supposed to happen in like two weeks. This is the th- and it's still on. This is the thing about <laughs> having sociopaths in charge of things. Like yeah. it's Vince McMahon, who has not shut shit down yet. Vince McMahon and Dana White. <laughs> Yo, the thing two is guys so, who have been to the White House recently. Here's like the, no shit. The thing no with shit. that, there's some research about that, and a lot of CEOs and business owners and stuff are. Oh nuts. yeah, they're nuts. <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, if you read you read Steve Jobs' book, he's a monster, <laughs> psychopath, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Did it change the world? Monster to sure. deal with on a personal level for sure. And he and we, he was good to some people. He was horrendous to other people. Flat out ignored. He had a daughter for years, uh, twenty years. Like you know, there's there's things they're complicated. But my point in this is that there is research to suggest out there, and they haven't proven this, whatever. But there are there are a lot of people have done research into what makes powerful people powerful, and it's the ability not to feel <laughs> in a lot of cases because you got to make decisions that are brutal man all right so you know in politics in running businesses in whatever else you can think of i'm not saying everyone but there are a lot of people who are to put it unfeeling to put it lightly mm. the, and the the wrestling like watching them come come down the ramp uh at like the twitter clip i'm like okay that's funny <laughs> and then but then it keeps going and then they start wrestling i'm like all right this is stupid well you, you <laughs> saw really like, dumb like like in brazil yesterday they had fights yeah. And people had open wounds and yep. blood all over them, and like, and you know, I know that uh, I know that they're still going to make some serious cash with um, with the pay per views on that. K- Khabib Ferguson is never happening. <laughs> it's no. just doomed to never happen. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Um, the U.S. the U.S. Federal Reserve just cut their rates to zero. Like all the all the a lot of people don't know what that means. Essentially, what it means is <laughs> like interest rates. Yeah, <laughs> it's an emergency rate cut. It's big. It's a big deal. It's a big big deal. Like they're they're they, Ita- Italy's so bad right now that they're deferring mortgage payments, meaning that you don't have to pay your mortgage or because no one can make delayed? any money. Because what happens is here's what happens. Here's a chain, right? So you own, you own a little building. There's a Shaw's Halal Food, which is a really big brand from New York. And they've opened up a location here in Toronto. It's just open. 
So uh, you, there used to be an Aussie meat pies. There that did. Steve really liked. Kanga, yeah. and it's closed Kanga. now. But. Yeah, and we actually, there was a listener actually of this show who worked there and said hi oh, to us no once. Way. Yeah, hope, maybe he works at Shaw's. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So Shaw's, Shaw's has just moved in there and they just renovated and they get to open this month, which sucks, okay? So the owner of that building might be well off enough, but maybe they're not. Maybe they just bought it. Mm. And so you look at it like this. So they've, if you, they've just bought it, it means they've stretched to buy it. They find a client. The client comes in. They have a guaranteed deal for five years at X amount of dollars. The guy goes, I'm fine. Well, here's the problem. If Shaw's can't make the payment, then neither can usually the landlord, which means the bank doesn't get their mortgage payment. So if they don't defer, then they're foreclosing. And then they just end up creating a, a crisis like what we had in t- 2008, 2009, so where a bunch of foreclosures happened and money stopped moving. So that's, that's okay. Regular consumers are tight right now, mm-hmm. which makes restaurants really tight right now, which makes landlords, mortgage holders, building owners, mortgage holders, mortgage anybody. holders really tight right now, which makes the banks tight right now, which makes, holy shit. Yeah, which means the banks... Don't loan out money. That's the other thing. So in Toronto, a really interesting thing has happened. I'm not sure if it's happened in your neck of the woods, but the real estate prices for the last two weeks have actually gone up. And the reason for that is because people are trying to get their purchase in before the banks stop lending money because we're headed for a recession if we're not already in one. And we knew that was sort of coming. We knew there would be a correction, but this could be potentially... uh, I mean, this this is the correction that was coming anyway. It just happened a lot sooner, I think, than people thought. And from what I understand, uh, there is a, you know, the, in a recession economy, the problem is that money stops moving as fast. It, be, it becomes more expensive to rent money, which essentially is what a mortgage is. So you're looking at these people trying to get their purchases in before the banks say, yeah, no, sorry. I don't understand any of that it's, shit. Did I, does it no, sound no, no, too complicated? No, no. It's, no, like <laughs> just real estate in general, like, okay, so I bought my house. Yeah. For... Uh, let's say Pe- it's a, peaches let's, and pears. Let's say it's a hundred dollars. You bought your house for a hundred bucks. I bought my house for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So right now, compared to when I bought my house at the end of 2013, I didn't move until 2014. Mm-hmm. So six years ago, the house is now about. If I bought the house for a hundred bucks, it's like 175 bucks. Great, great. You made 75 bucks. I've made 75 bucks and use it to move friggin' where? Yeah, is what I have always said. Like, what what am I gonna do? Go further west? Where the houses are two hundred bucks and three hundred bucks, and it only matters if you're about to retire and downsize. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just this random made-up fairy tale number that doesn't matter. Well, your house might be worth about one hundred and fifty right now, because if the <laughs> banks won't lend the money for someone to pay one hundred and seventy-five, oh, no! then your house has gone down one hundred and fifty. Oh no! <laughs> now what am I going to do? Well, you were the one who with tweeted my made-up fairy tale bullshit. You, you this, did you see Steve's tweet about his? Uh, oh my uh, no. retirement. He what looked happened? at his retirement funds yesterday. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Why was, did you do that? I was doing regular banking, and sure. I just, it was on the screen, and I saw it, and it went, whoo, like, I lost a lot of money. It'll rebound. It'll, it, it, it's it already does. rebound, because nothing makes friggin' sense. Right. Yeah. Gas is really cool right now. It reminds me of when I was a kid. Bad Gas for, is cool for consumers. 80s, 80s it's 80s. shitty for Canada. Yeah, but bad for don't Alberta. Don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> really bad for Alberta, and that's because the Saudis <laughs> and the Russians are fighting, but it's it's just a wild time. Yeah, Adam explained that to me, too. <laughs> you, have, you have that going on, which is the basis of a lot of countries' economy, Yeah. and then, and then you have the coronavirus thing. It's just like it's two things at once. And no one's talking about the Saudi-Russian thing because it doesn't happen here. 
But don't kid yourself. That is an enormous thing. And that would have had ripple effects on the market anyway. And right. essentially, the Saudis and the Russians, the, the, the Coles notes on this is they are both major oil producing nations. Russia especially is is in a bit of dire straits right now. Their economy hasn't been good for years. And that's because of the sanctions that the U.S. put on them. And shouldn't have spent all their money on Facebook. Yeah, maybe not. So they're they're in a bit of, they're in a bit of a trouble spot. And the Saudis said, "Listen, we want to limit production, which means scarcity, which means driving up the prices per barrel of oil." Now, and the Russians were like, "No, we don't want to do that." So the Saudis said, "Okay, so what we're going to do then is we're going to flood the market. We're just going to we're just going to just throw a bunch of oil out onto it." And the Russians said, "Good, so are we." And here's the problem: is Saudi Arabia is a both are so, somewhat dictatorial, right? Uh, very dictatorial, so actually, in both cases. So literally just a sword fight fucking up Between the about 20 people. Yeah, cool. 10 on one side, 10 on the other. Cool, cool. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, you know, we'll get out of the boring stuff. Let's get into the more fun stuff. This will make you feel good. Oh. Did you see this story? You see this? You read about this? No, you're going to like this. I want this. So there are people, and there's a, apparently a couple out of Vancouver who made $100,000 oh. From buying toilet paper and reselling it. So what Amazon and eBay did was they said, uh, no, you can't do that anymore. Right. Yeah. So there is a guy who filled his garage with hand sanitizers and wipes. He bought 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. And not just 17,000 bottles. He didn't just go to a few Costco's, whatever, and get 17,000 bottles. He went to like small towns and just bought up the entire stock. So now... No one like in that region can get hand sanitizer because it's gone until it shows up again, until it's restocked. He had posted 300 bottles of hand sanitizer and immediately sold them all for between eight and seventy dollars each. And this isn't like a an enterprising like uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, whatever. No, this like, is get rich quick. That's someone. Right. No, that's someone with money though. You have to have capital to buy all that shit. Yeah, but not that much. <laughs> like, it's not... I mean, he was... 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer? How much right. is that? Well, yeah, I mean... I don't it think could be I can buy that grand. shit right now. It could be... I mean, he could take That's a... That's a lot of money! He could take a line of credit out in his house or something like that. Listen, he's got That's some still... money. But he's <laughs> not a... Guys, <laughs> he's not like a millionaire. He's just a normal sure. dude. No, what suburbia. I'm saying, but like, it's still something. This isn't like a... This isn't a lemonade stand. No, this I get someone that. who already has money. He's still throwing $17,000 on a credit card. Yeah, you know? yeah okay. And like, that's, that's fair. still yeah. something. Yeah. So he... <laughs> My credit card doesn't go up to $17,000. <laughs> so if you sell... Let's say we take the middle number between 8 and $70. So it's sure. somewhere in the 40-something range, right? Okay? Sure. You sell 300 bottles of, of hand sanitizer for 40 bucks each. Oh, boy. Don't make me do math. I'm gonna do 40 that times 20? Sorry? What is the number? What so it's do? 40 times 300. 40 times 300 is 12,000. So he that, made 12, that's, that's what I meant. So he made 12 grand off the initial 300 bucks. <laughs> Couple zeros. Or 300 sure. bottles. <laughs> took the 12 grand, reinvested it. Mm-hmm. And added another five or something. Because what are hand sanitizer? If you buy like pallets of it, it's like a buck each. It's not that expensive. And it, I mean, like, no, but that's what he did. And so now he is sitting with 17,700 bottles of stuff and nowhere to put it. Amazon, eBay, Walmart, all e-commerce platforms are trying to get rid of this. Even like, I think he, he his best bet would be on Craigslist, which is just the Wild West. But there... Is this the man from uh, Tennessee? Uh, it's the New York Times profile. Which I where, think is Tennessee. Where is he from? Chattanooga. Yep. 
The Chattanooga uh, Choo Choo. Because the latest report is that it will be donated. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, he's already made his money. Their supplies are being donated to a local church. Just one local church? One local... You see what I mean? This fucking... <laughs> maybe, it, listen, maybe just give I don't to... care what he's done now. The, the fact of the matter is, at the beginning of all this, he saw that there was a pandemic going on and went, yes! Yep. The average... Once they shut this down, the average prices for popular results on Amazon for disinfecting wipes went up to $40. Like the ones right beside $40, you? $40, yeah. Hand sanitizer went up to almost $80 a bottle on average. N95 masks went up to over $150 per package. Which apparently they don't do anything? No. They only keep it, I think they keep it in. They don't keep anything out. They keep it in. So if you're sick, it'll prevent you from spitting and talking and whatever. But I don't believe that, I don't know. you know, those no, those kind of flimsy masks or whatever, they don't really, they don't, don't really know. stop you from collecting things. You got to keep your hands off your face and all that sort of thing. So it's been, it's just, <sighs> now people hate this guy. I think rightfully so. <laughs> they drove across Tennessee and Kentucky buying up all of the bottles. Like rural communities <laughs> that are far from big cities. <laughs> Man. And, and someone, I did see a Twitter thread. Someone just went, fuck it, let's find out where this guy lives. And they, like within six tweets, found it. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. So he says he doesn't believe he was price gouging. While he charged $20 on Amazon for two bottles of Purell that retail at for a dollar each. He said people forget about the price that includes his labor, Amazon's fees, and $10 for shipping. His labor. Current price... Well, he drove across Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Current price gouging laws for him, he says, are not built for today's day and age. He said they're built for Billy Bob's gas station, doubling the amount of char- they, he charges for gas during a hurricane. He added, just because it cost me $2 at the store doesn't mean it's not going to cost me $16 to get it to your door. What's his name? Mr. I think it's Matt Colvin. It's Matt Noah. Noah. Matt, Matt no. it's two brothers. Oh, two brothers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Matt, so, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so the uh, the attorney attorney general did get involved and uh, ordered them to stop selling medical goods at, uh, while price gouging, and that's why he was forced to donate all of his goods to it says a local church and first responders is what his website says. He says he was simply fixing the inefficiencies <laughs> in the marketplace. <laughs> What an asshole. Oh my god, and, fuck you. And and oh said two assholes. Here's where it gets here's where it's great. Yeah, it runs in the family. Yeah, it's Matt and Noah. One of them said, I honestly feel like it's a public service. I'm being paid for my public service. And and at so it's we, great that they're donating it now, but he said as as for the stockpile, Mr. Colvin said he would now probably try to sell it locally. He said, if I can make a slight profit, that's fine. But I'm not looking to be in a situation where I end up on the front page of the news for being the guy who had awarded 20,000 bottles of sanitizer. New York Times, you asshole! <laughs> what are those wooden things where you put your head in your arms in the town square? What's the that stocks. called? Stocks. Yeah, the stocks. What's wrong with bringing those back? <laughs> I don't are know. They still, is there still fruit? <laughs> we still, listen, yeah, we got still wood probably rotten fruit. fruit. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's fruit, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not like go go to this guy's house, confiscate all his shit, or throw him in jail. I am pro stocks and fruit though. Who who says no? Who's like no? That's too far. <sighs> Fuck that guy. If you put that to a vote, ninety percent of people would be like, no, stocks and fruit, absolutely. Yeah, but that's probably not good. We don't want to encourage that. Yeah, let's, uh... <laughs> let's not go back to. <laughs> I, I didn't did... say anything harmful. I let's said not... stocks and fruit. Let's not Soft go back ones. in time. 
Don't to, throw pineapples, you weirdos. You throw, throw tomatoes. Like, yeah. Tomato. You can take a tomato. A rotten can, tomato. Yeah, a rotten tomato. Yeah. So, so that it's softer, right? Yeah, You're being you can't. Considerate. Let's not do a uh, ripe tomato. That's mm. hard. Well, and, he, and he'll <laughs> probably be filthy afterwards, and whatever would he clean himself off with? Ah, his stocks of <laughs> hand sanitizer. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you, and there was that family from BC that bought all the Clorox wipes yeah. and... Just monsters. Just monsters. Like, yeah, it's crazy. This is why rules are put in place, because situations like this happen, and monsters <laughs> yeah. just go, yes! <laughs> I saw it. <sighs> this is the stupidest thing, and I don't care what your political persuasion is. This is funny. There was a libertarian debate where libertarians no. believe that there should be like as minimal government as possible. So this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions posed at the debate for the head of the American Libertarian Party is, do you think there should be driver's licenses? <laughs> Jesus. Why is that a question? So they go through candidate after candidate, and they're like, and it's just these wacky people, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, no, no way. And the guy who ended up winning, who's actually like a politician of note. Yeah, but these are all said, certified crazy yeah, people. Yeah, but he said, he said, well, I think there's got to be something. And everybody booed him. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, you booed? <laughs> oh I don't care. I don't yeah, care, man. Do I, I get booed every episode. Who gives a uh, shit? No, um, no. Your booze mean nothing to me. I've seen what makes you cheer. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a very very uh, it's a very weird time. Anyway, you get to see this time too how people react with too much internet. Mm. You know, because yeah. most of us only have time for so much internet. Mm-hmm. But now there's a lot of us who always have a lot to say who have too much internet, and that that has been interesting. Can I get just little internet? <laughs> oh my god, it's um yeah. There, listen. During isolation, like, it's funny. People are like, God, what do I do? Like, man, there's lots of things you can do. You don't have to use your phone. You don't got to be on Twitter. There's all Yeah, people's more. default seems to be, I'm going to use the internet a lot. So what which if, is probably not a good idea. I'm not even saying read my book. There's better books. <laughs> can I just, Go read a better book. I'm going to jump mine. in. I'm going to jump in on something mm-hmm. here. Uh, as of 11 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Company announced compensation program for part-time employees. Hey! Company adopting an income bridge support program. Okay. Do you uh, want me to read it? Edit. Some bullying is good. To uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. To all edit. Calgary. Some bullying is okay. To all Calgary Sports and Entertainment part-time employees, it's been a very challenging week for all of us. We appreciate your support and understanding as further events unfold. We might not get everything right out of the gate, but we can assure you we will continue to work hard to do what Ooh. is right for Cal- our, our, for all of our Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation family. The COVID-19 pandemic is continuing to cause great uncertainty for everyone. We continue to monitor the situation and evaluate all options that may be able to undertake, uh, we may be able to undertake, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so now, now that they've, oh, sorry. This has prompted us to reach out <laughs> to you today and advise you that we're now adopting an income bridge support program. The program will provide part-time employees who are affected by this temporary halt in our operations and are applying for and are eligible to receive employment insurance benefits to receive a top-up payment from the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Company, which will provide an overall benefit of up to 95% of your average insurable earnings to the conclusion of the Flames' regular season. Now, Guys, there's like probably four or five games left, so it's not a lot of money, right? There's not I have no like, idea because you talk about home games, right? I guess we'll talk about for like for 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 the Montreal <gasps> oh, Canadiens. Right, yeah, right. it's only home games. Right, Montreal Half Canadiens. Dozen... I think had four left. Yeah, it was like crazy. So it's that it's, makes it, sense. So anyway, it's great that they're doing that. Great, I'm so glad. But what about after? 
Yeah, yeah, they didn't go all the way, you know. They and just neither kinda, did the Leafs. Yeah, neither I, did the Leafs. Oh, this isn't a uh, team allegiance thing. No, no. This, this is a billionaires not doing the right thing yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so basically, the the Russian machine never break. Just to go back for their second, went went. They they broke it down like this: the Bruins, the Flames, Columbus, Minnesota, Ottawa, St. Louis, Vegas, and Winnipeg were all in the naughty list. The medium list: Coyotes, Hurricanes. Rangers, Leafs, and Canucks, they've all sort of done the same thing. Like, you know, James Dolan in New York, for instance, said that they have a short-term plan to pay employees but are still working on something long-term. Tom Dundon said, we'll do something. And the like, plan will be am- announced tomorrow. Alex Marullo, uh, who is the new owner of the Coyotes, said they're working on a solution to assist team members. Details will be released in the next few days. I, I don't have a problem with an incomplete plan now. You know, if sure. they've started in the right direction, I can get yep. behind that. But then get there. Yes. Right? The like, nice list, f- teams that have done the right thing, Anaheim, Buffalo, Chicago, Colorado, Dallas, Detroit. Buffalo did. Edmonton. Edmonton didn't originally, but they were like, ooh, this is bad PR. That's another thing. Like, a lot of those teams were on the naughty or medium list. Yes. And then they went, ooh, well. <laughs> Florida, L.A., Montreal, Nashville, New Jersey, the New York Islanders, who originally were not on the list as well. They were on the, yeah, no F off list. Uh, Flyers, Penguins, San Jose Sharks, Tampa Bay Lightning, Washington Capitals. Now, some ownership situations are a little bit more complicated than others. Uh, however, the right thing to do is to make sure that people, at minimum, can get their benefits, at minimum. Now, what were we on before? I just wanted to mention oh, that before boy. we before we got a bazillion tweets about that. What I I did have a question. What's that? I have a question. Nah. Okay, so you got some extra in spare time, and I I'm hoping you'll leave this in the comments too. By the way, I want to know what you are doing with this extra time because I can tell you what I did yesterday. I did my taxes, <laughs> and I am almost done, sir. Oh. And they are a bit complicated. But it is, they're almost done, and I'm feeling really good about that. You're a month and a half ahead of time. I know. Normally, I'm like, scrambling in mid-April. Yeah. Right after my birthday, I go, F, 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 F. Um, <laughs> now, so what are you guys doing? I have, I have a little something to say about this. Uh-oh. Because I, I have a bug, not the size of coronavirus, but a little bug to pick. Uh-oh. You know? A bug to pick. Is, it, is that a thing? You know, Jesus. You, you pick bugs. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to pick this one. Because um, I, as a sports fan like to rewatch some highlights, you know, mm. and now's a good opportunity to go watch some of your favorite sports moments, that sort of thing. Today you posted um, Game 7 Cleveland? Game 7, the last three minutes and 39 seconds, I think it is the one on YouTube, is one of my favorite sporting moments ever. It's so it's, good. There's mm-hmm. the greatest block of all time, uh, the, um, LeBron's block on Andrea Gidagla. There's nobody can score a basket, and then yeah. eventually Kyrie Irving does, hits a fadeaway over Steph Curry, which is incredible. And then he almost blows it by going the other end after they take the lead, and he has a scrambling layup. Anyways, posted that. Um, I like to rewatch old sports highlights like that that I really enjoy. And my dear friend Adam Wilde came in here and said, that's dumb. I hate old sports because I'm not a real sports fan. Here's what I don't want to see again. Here's my, here's my take. What I don't want to see is something that I've seen recently. I want to see, like, the Wendell Clark Leafs take on the Dino Cicerelli Minnesota North Stars on Hockey Night in Canada in 1986. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Austin Matthews' four-goal game. I saw that. I don't even want to see the 2010 gold medal game between Canada and the United States. I saw that. I remember that. Show me something. We got 100 years of hockey, 75 of it's on television. Why don't we take some of the older games and go, hey, isn't it crazy how this used to be? 
Show me some Foster Hewitt games. Why show me, not? Show both. me. Show Why me not? Show me Will Chamberlain. Why not? Both show me Adam? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Show me Magic Johnson in his prime. I want to see some 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 retro stuff, man. Don't make me watch stuff from like three years ago. Pfft, boring. Adam, Who cares? We have a combined eleven sports channels in this city. Mm-hmm. TSN eighty is probably a thing now. Yeah, and Sportsnet. Is. East Coast Central is probably a thing, sure. too. yeah. Why not show both of those things? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I, but the thing is, what we're seeing right now is games that are, like, <laughs> well, it's a year and a half old. Okay. Yeah. Great, I get to watch Leo Komarov <laughs> again. No, I, but... I, uh, first line setter, Peter Holland. Watch the bad Leafs this, take on the, the better teams in the league from that year. So, <laughs> I'm I'm a little out of touch with how things are working at Sportsnet at the best of times. I'm not just talking calling Sportsnet. No, I know. Yeah. It's, it's everybody. Um, like, TSN had, like, a full panel the day the season was canceled. Which was the right thing to do. Uh, I guess, but, like... You didn't like that? No, it's not that I didn't like it. I was just sitting there. It, I've been sleepwalking for a week now, just going, huh... At almost everything I'm seeing. Mm. It was a little surreal seeing that panel and just going, huh. Like, I'm not taking in anything James Duthie's saying. I'm just like, he's on TV right now talking about how the season's done. There's a full panel of guys talking about how the season's done. What's going on? Oh, I guess the season's done. It's 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 been com- completely bizarre. But earlier in the season, Sportsnet had this great challenge, or Hockey Night in Canada specifically, had this great challenge of filling the... Coach's Corner time slot. How do you fill something like that that's been filled for decades and decades? Mm-hmm. And I think they've done, like, a pretty good job. But at first, you know, there was a bit of a scramble. Mm-hmm. And the first week is Ron McLean. Second week is, thank goodness, Mike Babcock got fired and there was actually something to talk about. They bring on Kyle Dubas. And Bill Peters. And then there was Bill Peters the following week and they had, had the conversation. Um, the they were conversation. calling it the conversation, yeah. Um, so that was really interesting. But I think they had about a week lead up to that right this the season was canceled on a was it a wednesday or a thursday thursday it happened it was canceled on a thursday Mm -hmm. and two days later you have hockey night in canada so i i think i think your idea is great and i hope they do it i i it would be cool to see a game from the 80s even if it's not your style like if it's not something you like watching i think it's a cool thing to like sit down with like your parents or grandparents, not not that you can friggin' go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just, or even just watch it at home and have a text conversation. Like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, that. wow, this is completely different. But I, I think it would be educational weekend, for people who are, you know, maybe too young to remember or people oh. who are old enough but forgot. Right. Because there's a lot of there's people, a lot of older guys who are like, eh, it used to be this way. And you watch the game footage, you're like, no, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there video footage of the Leafs winning uh, the 67 Stanley Cup? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah? Yeah, that, that was is... on the CBC. Okay. Absolutely. They'd have access to I've that. I've never seen that. That might, be even, that might even be in the public domain mm-hmm. at this point. Because it also it's... might be what they air next Saturday. I don't know. But yeah. for this one, they were like... We have these three games ready to go. Mm-hmm. Here, we, here you go. No, but all I was saying, and listen, I understand that completely. And I know yeah. I think Sportsnet's launching something that I think they had in the hopper for a while, which is the in conversation with Ron McLean, and he's going to interview some people. And, sure. you know, Ron's a great interview or whatever. But I, uh, um, I, I, I was just saying that I don't want to see recent stuff. Show me something I haven't. Because here's the thing. I guess for me personally, and this is selfish. We have been so close to the sport, especially since we started this show, for seven years. Right. It's, I don't, is it a little different for us, you think? 
Like, do you, I, do maybe, you think it's not maybe. your cup of tea, but it is maybe. for most? I Oh, I'm sure. I don't think but I'm like... Cassian Kachuk, you turn that off? I saw it. Adam. Dude, I saw it. I'll, you know what I did? Da- I downloaded Battlefield uh, 1 finally, which is the World <laughs> War 1 thing. Okay. And people are like, you love World War 1? You've never... Or, love World War 1. Love the history of World War One. Don't Huge particularly fan. like. Don't like love the concept of how it all started. But the uh, uh, the game is absolutely incredible and so true to the way things were at the time. It's a ama- like it's an amazing, amazing video game. And I was kind of playing it, and going, "Oh my god, this is great!" So if I had to, the chance to watch Kachuk and uh, Cassian again, no, because I know what happens, man. It's yeah, like- but this is Sportsnet. They're not going to put on a World War One. No, I didn't think that. But it was like, <laughs> no, but they could. What they could do is put on something old that no That's one's a seen. Good point, Steve. Right, right. No, all I'm saying is, I, if between a video game and Austin Matthews four goal game, I saw it. I watched it. I'm going to play the video game. You know what I would like to see? Because, uh, and this is this is my uncle's go to at Christmas. Steve, Steve, you gotta you gotta come watch this line brawl, and it's like Leafs Red Wings from the early 60s or something like that and it made me go how long did hockey games used to be every hockey game must have taken at least six hours every line brawl it was the whole bench Mm -hmm. the cops had to come on the ice and break it up there's there's two or three refs who are five foot four 125 pounds Trying to mm-hmm. break up two hockey teams who are literally swinging wooden sticks at each other. Every and you got Eddie Shack, that nut who was sitting right there. Wild guy, wild guy. And, well, and he's an old man. He's just hello, Dolly. And he's just. But back in the when he was actually on the ice, oh. he was a criminal. He was a borderline criminal. <laughs> and. And like, you're telling me you don't want to see that? You wouldn't. You okay? You could start the broadcast 7:07 Saturday night, like you would usually. You and you wouldn't need a late game. <laughs> it would just last the whole time. <laughs> Show any like Leafs, Red Wings, Habs, Habs, Leafs, whatever doesn't matter. Uh, Habs, Blackhawks. You could show any of them, and the game would take five, six hours because of all the line brawls. Well, they all, they also didn't have commercial timeout stuff yeah. too, so right. um, they they would back then they played the whole period. Getting to the line brawl for a rest? What a concept! Yeah, but you can cut it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Well, what I'd like to see come playoff time mm-hmm. is some classic playoff series. Sure. Like wars. Like I know there was one that it didn't really turn out to much, but when the Islanders were on their way up in this in the late seventies, they they took on the Leafs in the first round and Toronto somehow squeaked by. But that's one of those series that they talk about that was like that was like a Old war. Lenny. Yeah, that Lenny, one, yeah. Lenny, it was an absolute war that they mm-hmm. went to. I wanna see I wanna see Boston in the early seventies. I wanna see I wanna see Montreal in the late seventies. I wanna see the Oilers and the Islanders for the 1983 Cup and the 1984 Cup. I want to see both of those. That's what I want to see. Something so, crazy. So you're going way, way back. Oh, yeah. What about Penguins-Flyers 2012? Dude, that was a great, great Adam series. Adam doesn't want to see it. It's a great series. It's, he was there. Uh, and, and it's eight years old now. <laughs> I know. It was, you know what? That's one I would want to see because mm-hmm. I did love that series. It okay, was, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's a great series. Oh, it needs to be exceptional. After all, we have the complete pick of the litter. Yeah. We can yeah. choose whatever we want. I want to see... Game one, Western Conference quarterfinal. Okay. Detroit, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. From that, what year? 2003. Wow. Sorry, I should have said. 2003. It's one of those games where I just, I'm flicking the channels and I turned it on. 
and I could not turn it off because the Red Wings kicked the shit out of the duck. I would love to know what were the shots in that game. Uh, game one, Red Wings, Mighty Ducks, 2003, because that was the J.S. Jaguar game. That was, and that was right. that magical year where he won the Conn Smythe despite being on the losing team. Right. And I want to say he either shut the Red Wings out or he let in one goal. What did you want to know? Shots? Yeah. The, the Mighty Ducks had no business beating the Red Wings. The and I think they swept them. Ducks had 44 shots. The Red Wings had 64 shots. <laughs> wow, man. Curtis Joseph stopped uh, 42 of 44. JSG stopped 63 of 64. And, th- and that's the great thing. Uh, so we remember Cujo, and he was amazing, and he stole playoff series, and he and he left, and it was heartbreaking. They did it. They did get Ed Balfour, but we were heartbroken that Cujo left. And I feel like a lot of Red Wings fans are like, Cujo lost us cups. We could have won a cup in this year and that year if it weren't for Cujo. He stopped yeah. over forty shots because that game went to like what overtime, double overtime, something like that, and that's when like JS Jaguar is. Every piece of equipment is coming undone, and he, oh yeah, no, I gotta tie this up, I gotta tie that, because he's just <laughs> just <laughs> breathing out of his ass before overtime even starts. And and it was so funny after that because like Cujo wasn't good enough for Detroit, so they went and got Hashik. And right, like, Hashik <laughs> and Cujo, like please give us a cup now. Yeah. Like it was, it was uh, three OTs. Wow. Oh my god! Again, you wouldn't need a late game. See, I would take I would take a Leaf Senator series. Yeah, sure. Um, be a lot of fun. I would take. Um, I'd love to see the the Leafs Detroit from the early '90s. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. There was most, um, most of the Leafs win. There was well, yeah, the Borshevsky game for I'd sure. I'd love to watch. I'd love to rewatch the New York Rangers and the Vancouver Canucks. I would love to. You know what? 2011. I'd love to watch the Boston Bruins and the Vancouver Canucks. That series was war. That's a good one. War. It was a war, but what's weird about it is Game Seven's kind of sucked. It, but everything up to that was great. So yeah, if you get six yeah. out of seven, so how do you do it? So which game do you show? No, you, know? you play like the whole thing. You, you just the, do, yeah, because oh, you, you have clips. so much time. No, no, oh, yeah, you not play one, the game. Play the full just game, and then the next thing you play TV. the next game. Play them. Play them. <laughs> you got to fill twenty four hours yeah. of TV. Why? Sure. Like, why wouldn't you? What's the Team Canada game where that the small country their goalie stood on his head? Latvia. I'd like to see that one. That'd have to run on like CBC, but I'd watch that. That'd be a good game. I'd um, oh my god! Like this, this is great. I love this. Now that we're done talking about like taxes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, do no, you no, like it's... obscure hockey things? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I'm trying to. <laughs> this is Steve's window. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way we got Russian baseball. We got it. We got to uh, This is. I'm jumping the queue on this one, but there yeah. is one thing that I think relates to this. Okay. And they're wondering. There is one question that's wondering how the hockey stoppage affects your figurines. What? <laughs> How do, what does that even mean? Well, it, they probably go down in price. Uh, the reason I say it does, because we were going to talk about some video ideas for you. Okay. And I was wondering if maybe you create some great moments in hockey with Steve's figurines. Draw! Draw! <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> and then you could hand it to Sportsnet, your employer, and oh, say, yeah. guys, listen, I got some content Here's some for TV you. Here's some TV content for Let's you. Let's do it. Why not? I'm down for that. Why not? Why not? Anyway, sorry. Continue. Let's no, get. Let's uh, keep going down I'm this rabbit hole. I'm trying to think hole. of games I could not turn off. Um, so Sportsnet won't have the rights to this, but here's an idea for TSN, because this this was a game that I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't have seen because mm-hmm. it was it didn't feature Team Canada. But there was a game years ago I could not turn off. It was Sweden versus Finland in 2005 or six. It was 2005. It was the Super Team. 
Okay. The best team ever. It's 2005, Sweden versus Finland. This is World Juniors? World Juniors. Yes. Okay. And Sweden is kicking the shit out of Finland. Kicking the shit out of them. But there's this goalie standing on his brain. Who is that goalie? Tuka Rask. Ah. Mm. And I remember just being like, because the whole talk of the tournament was Justin Pogge, Justin Pogge, Justin Pogge. And I wasn't as big into prospects back then. Didn't really, I don't think I surfed much internet. And it took 45 minutes to load a site. So, um, but then I found out Tuka Rask was a Leaf prospect. And it was one of my happiest moments as a Leaf fan. And when you're a kid. (laughs) Tough, tough breaks, pal. (laughs) I know. When you're a kid, you just love your team unconditionally. And every trade they make is a great one, and they're going to be better because of it. Um, like one, one I had trouble coming to grips with was, was Wendell Clark going to the Nordiques for Matt Sundin. And then I saw how good Matt Sundin was, and I was like, all right, I get it. Leafs still geniuses. Get it. When the Leafs traded Tuka Rask for Andrew Raycroft, that was the first moment of my Leaf fandom where I'm like, I think they did something stupid. And wow. nailed that one. <laughs> And it was just the beginning. Because uh, and, and so many Leaf fans are like, ah, they got Pogi. And I'm like, uh, he's not this guy, man. A lot of people don't know this because the Leafs were, have been butt of jokes for years. But this is these, these the decade leading up to the 16-17 series, sorry, season, uh, when Matthews and Marner and Nylander really all came, like, started on the team and, mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, that has been the worst decade in the history of the team. And they had some like bad years in the in the 80s, but they never met went more than a couple years without making the playoffs. Yeah, like they until would, they meant a decade without making the playoffs. They'd be like below 500 and still make it. Right, cuz 16 of 21 teams made it. It was ridiculous. So yeah. they still made it. Yeah. But the Leafs for the majority still of your time on YouTube have have had the the worst stretch of hockey in their history. I, I you, know, you could have started your YouTube channel at any other decade it would have been better. I bought low. You bought low. <laughs> you sure I did. I bought low. There were two years where they missed by one point. That would have been interesting. Like, imagine my first year of videos, it's the JSO ban run, and they go 9-1-2 and two or whatever it was down the stretch. They needed to go 10-0-2. Oh, no, I did 0-7-0-8 oh, when, like, their third leading score is Jamal Mayers or something. Oh, like, <laughs> dude, it was bad. There was there were some lean years in there. Um, I'm trying to think of other games, like, non-Leaf related that I couldn't turn off. I forget the year. It would have been, okay, so it was Rock'em Sock'em 8, and Rock'em Sock'em is the same age as me, so it would have been, I think, 1996. Um, Game 7, Oilers Stars. Game 7, Oilers Stars, Hmm. I think it would have been 1996. Um, The Cujo from behind the net glove save. Oh! That became the hockey card of the year that year. That him diving across. I had it. And that was, you know, regardless of how you feel about Don Cherry, one of my all-time favorite VHS things is Rock'em Sock'em made him going, Oh, look what I found! Uh, Uh, It's available on YouTube if anybody wants to watch it. No, uh, around six minutes of it. The overtime. It's an excellent overtime. Yeah. And uh, it's terrible quality, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Joseph makes the save, and then I believe it was the very next shift, Todd, I think it was Todd Marchant. Um, goes down and he wins it in, in overtime. Oh, here we go. Oilers. Sportsnet has a 48-minute cut of the entire game. When there was this uploaded? Uh, February 2018. Oh, so it's I would only, just run the game. It's only 8,000. Well, it's just on YouTube, right? Well, sorry, but what I mean is that like, if, if you were doing it on, on TV. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. know what you could do is just you could have the, the panel there 
like your current panel. Oh, yeah. And be like, all right, let's break down that first period. Yeah. How cool would that be? With that retrospective, like we all know it's coming, but mm-hmm. I would still love to hear what Brian Burke and Elliot and all those guys have to say about the period that they just saw because, oh, I forgot this happened in the first period. And you know what they also need to do is they need to replay the game where Patrick Steffen misses the wide open net oh, in Edmonton and then Edmonton comes back and scores. So this is that's an idea we've bandied around is just dang it's throughout the years. That's a good <laughs> like, one. That's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of, oh, of horrendous things happening. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom. Sure. I want you guys to continue. Other right. games you could not turn off. Other games you could not turn off. Do you have I have a couple just... things I want. Sure. Yeah. Uh, weirdly, throughout the 2010s, the Super Bowls have been in really, really crazily good. close and yeah. come down to final field goals. So I think if you run, like, you start with, like, Patriots Rams that ended on yep. literally uh, stretching. Go- no, <sighs> that, that one's Titans Rams. Yeah, it was it was definitely Rams. Yeah. Titans Rams is the one where he stretches at the goal line, doesn't yeah. make it. Uh, Rams win the Super Bowl. Then Patriots win a couple Super Bowls on kicks by um, Adam Vinatieri. I yeah, think it is. Yeah. He wins it. He literally wins the Super Bowl on field goals. I think that'd be great. The David Tyree catch. Yep, the, on the, his helmet. Yeah. Yep. Eli knocking Giants. off the the Patriots. Then there's uh, Seahawks. Where yep. the steal at the interception at the goal line. Oh, I was gonna say where they won or lost. Where they lost. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. Seahawks beating them. So yeah, I think there's a, a really a lot of classic Super Bowls that just happened that you could really run back. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to watch. Um, oh my God, what did I see? It was like the Atlanta Falcons like ceased operations or something like that. Um, and the the, <laughs> the until at least a certain date, mm. and the date was March 27th, and so everyone's like, are you telling me that your first day you could possibly be back is 328? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's another one you can run back. Yep, that's, that's a, a perfect That's one. a really good one. Um, even like the NFC title game uh, with the Vikings, where that ended on oh, the, the helmet? Yeah, yep. the last minute yep. interception, that's a really good one. You there's a whole bunch of classic football Brady's games. first Super Bowl against the Rams? Yeah, we already talked about that oh, you one. you did? Yep. Okay, yeah. you got yeah. that one? Yeah. Uh, there was one, too, with the Steelers mm-hmm. that I'd love to see again. Um, that was... When they beat the Cardinals? Cardinals was a good one. Because yeah. it was a crazy like catch in the middle of the game. Yeah, it wasn't that good of a game, if I remember correctly. But there was, that, yeah, I guess that one yeah, moment. But, yeah. uh, the Bengals and Steelers a couple years ago when it got serious with Vontez Burfick destroying the game for the Bengals because yeah. they were walking away with it. And he takes a bad penalty on and Antonio Brown and head to head. And they've actually said Antonio Brown might that might have been the, the mm-hmm. beginning of oh, the issues. No kidding. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. man, but what a game that was. Yeah. Holy. So yeah. There you, that's a really great idea. Mm-hmm. I we love just that. did football the whole time you were out. Um Hockey, I'm trying to think of some more. Obviously, there's Leafs. Mm-hmm. Um, someone posted it was one of the battles of Ontario. Like, the you know what was annoying back then when penalties were called? <laughs> Why that one? Oh, you picked that one? Right. Yeah. Like, they showed, dude, playoff overtime. You could do whatever you wanted. You could do whatever. Hooking, holding, interfering, grabbing a guy jersey. miles before there's a puck. Like you could do, you could do whatever you wanted. That's why, dude. Ty Domi somehow got the Sens to take a five-minute major, and he had to cut his own head to do it. Did he cut his own head? Yeah, he admitted to it recently. He like he like friggin' clawed his own skin or something like, like that. Like or, he's no, a wrestler. No, I can't remember <laughs> if if he bladed literally like, like, a wrestler, like a wrestler or if he just rammed his face into the into the like where the um 
where the glass meets the boards. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. He's a nut. Yeah. He's a nut. But <laughs> that was the only way to get crazy, a penalty. man. Um, yeah, just pretty much any series that ended in overtime. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, game seven, Wings Blues from, I think that would have been 96 as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, any of the uh, Colorado Red Wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's a good the, one. You I don't mean, even have to show playoffs. You could show the, the March game where. Uh, it was get even time after Avalanche won the cup. Oh, you have to show the Claude Lemieux hit on mm. Chris Draper, though. You could show the whole saga. Yeah. Oh, you need to. Yeah, and you could call it the Lemieux Draper saga. And yeah. then you, and you have to show the 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 Avs winning the cup because mm-hmm. that's salt in the wound. You got to start. It starts with the eleven-one game. It's funny that Detroit sort of forced their own demise by beating the Habs eleven to one with Patrick Juan net. Habs won't pull him. Waz traded to the Avalanche, later defeats the Red Wings in the playoffs. Whoa. And then the Red Wings come back and beat him a year later. Absolutely. How and, soon, and won back-to-back cups. How many days until they show 2013 Leafs Bruins? Like, has it been oh, on? I'm surprised on t- it hasn't been on. Right. Like, I'm, I'm shocked we haven't seen it already. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> from what I remember the series, like, other than Game 7. They were awful. It, it was, was not. It was not a great. No, it was I, not great hockey. I had to watch it for uh, Sportsnet. Just wanted me to, with like it was like five years retrospect or something. Watch the third period in overtime and just because they uploaded the whole thing to mm-hmm. the YouTube channel, and and just write down my thoughts. And every thought was progressively more and more. How did this team make the playoffs? How did this they team were, force seven? Boston should be embarrassed that that series went. They were bad. They were they very were bad. Well, we brought up so. What were we talking about? Where uh, I said maybe there should be an asterisk on the Blackhawks Stanley Cup that year. Oh, because it was a uh, it was a lockout. <laughs> yeah, because it was lockout. But I forgot how we got into that. Well, conversation. Okay, so but... Jesse says <laughs> okay. because he's being Jesse about this. <laughs> no, okay? it's true. So if if Jesse says if the right if they bring it back in thirty days. Mm-hmm. And one of the ideas floated is points percentage. That's how you get into the playoffs, right? Because not every team has played the same amount of games. Sure. Then that means uh. essentially the playoffs stay about the same as what they are right now, right? There isn't a whole lot of change there. Yeah. Minnesota Wild get totally screwed, but... Islanders are one point out right now. The yeah. Jets like, got into the playoffs on the last day before the season was That's what it would be, yeah. Because that's, they, that's ridiculous. In a game that finished after the NBA had already closed shop. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's not fair. So <laughs> if... If that were to happen, Jesse says, yeah. and the Leafs won the cup, he said he wouldn't count it as a real cup. That's and, trash. But, and, that got, <laughs> That's and trash. that got into, you got to look at the Blackhawks Stanley Cup a little differently because it was like game 60 of the season. So here's the here's reason. I, the, the reason the Leafs got into the playoffs was because they couldn't play a full season to see how bad they were. That's there true. wasn't a big enough sample size of a regular season of professional hockey play to make it seem that, oh, this team shouldn't be here. That's um, true. Is it? So the Blackhawks. So you guys want to do that to the New York Rangers no, too in no, no, 1994? No, no. I'm not I telling Messi no, anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> I agree that the Leafs would have missed the playoffs. That it's weird. That Stanley Cup to me they is still the, the same best. as any other cup, but I think part of the reason mm-hmm. that it's the same as any other cup is we the final four teams that year were the best teams. Were the f- last four cup winners. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. And so like we looked at it and went no one lucked in here. Right. The it, best the best team won the Stanley Cup that year. Yes. But 
He looks. There's at another one. Game who knows? Seven. Okay. Who knows, seven, listen, who knows if there's an injury? If this is actually game 110, where it should be, or 100, or whatever it would end up being. Who knows? If there's an injury. Who knows if they run out of gas? Who knows if another team just gets hot? But you can only beat the opponent in front of you, and exactly. right now the opponent is COVID-19, <laughs> right? And like the playoffs are what they are. Yes. The, the one thing that I've seen a few people bandy about is well the the cup should just go to the team with the top regular season mm, no no, no. <laughs> that's abs- there's first of all you can you can mm-hmm. and i don't think this would even be weird you can award a president's trophy <laughs> you you're the top regular season team if that's how it ends if you want to award a president's trophy go ahead it's the top regular season team yeah. stanley cup absolutely not mm. the stanley cup is won in the stanley cup playoffs yeah yeah. And if, as long as you is... play a full playoffs, to me it counts. Yep. Yeah. Because because the president's trophy, I could I could see them just saying, well, we didn't play a full regular season, so you don't know. I also think, call me crazy, I like the European model of putting a little bit more, you know, weight behind the president's trophy. It is still an accomplishment. And we're there's like, no way for that to happen though, if the Stanley Cup exists. You know. Well, the, but the but the mm. EPL has two. They have a they have yeah. a, a like they've got several layers of championships, right? Yeah. But the regular season team. I think that does the best should still have a reason to celebrate. Like, why not? Yeah, but if you're Tampa last year, you you like who gives a shit? I won the President's Trophy. I'm out in the first round. You know? Yeah, like you can't <laughs> control how players look at it. Yeah. No, I know, but that's just a it's a culture thing. Yeah. He wins I the wish... President's Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's it... no kid in their driveway right now. <laughs> 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 the President's yeah. Trophy. Tampa back set the record. Back. Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the MLB they they celebrate with champagne and cigars if you make the wild card game. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> a little silly. The they le- celebrate every single time. Like the Blue yeah. Jays were yeah. like, "Well, we made the wild card game. We're, we're gonna play the Orioles. <laughs> we won a thing that didn't exist like five years ago. Well, <laughs> no, not even that they won that game. They got that into they got it. in yeah. to the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it. I mean, I'm not gonna listen. Have your party. I'm not stepping in the way of your party. No, I, I'm not either. I just think about like you. When you clinch a playoff fun. spot in any other league, they don't do champagne. <laughs> like, no. I think people people claim it's because baseball has so many more games, and mm-hmm. I can see that. I guess because they have double the season. More most games other and people. fewer spots. Right. One there's negative is a three lot. teams make the playoffs. Yeah, in baseball. That's what it feels yeah. like as a Blue Jays fan. Anyway, it's crazy. And uh, hey, the uh, the M- or, sorry, the NFL added yeah. an extra game to their schedule and more teams to their playoffs. Two too. playoff teams, oh, one game. Mm-hmm. So the Steelers <laughs> would have made the damn playoffs. And then yeah. this happened. But <laughs> it's it's weird because yeah. teams will play uneven uh, home and away games because it's an uneven schedule. Seventeen, because you know, it eventually divide. it's going oh. to eighteen, right? But in it, ten years it'll go to eighteen. It's such a ridiculous move. Like, why not do it fully? You know. Isn't it already the most ridiculously dangerous, like injury-ridden sport there oh, is? This is this is, but you're talking about an almost impotent players' association. Yeah, and money. Well, what a, <laughs> what a word. And they were like, "Hey, we'll give you more money." <laughs> well, <we'll get> it. <laughs> well, I guess. I wonder if they do. I don't think they got guaranteed contracts but this then time around. Load either. management no. creep Still in not there. a thing. Still, here's no. the thing that they could just can you. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous they broke the, the story is crazy, but and I don't know it too well, but essentially they broke the NFL player union union in the in the eighties. Broke it. Like the union broke up. Oh. So that's why they don't have guaranteed contracts like every other sport in the world. So you can get cut. You're just gone. That's like uh was it JJ Watt? Um no he got like a hundred million dollar contract, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, right, and gotta... it's like how much of that is guaranteed, right? And right. wasn't it like thirty? I don't know. Yeah, well, okay. usually with star players, it's more than that. Yeah, they can. Once you're at his stature, you can probably get a whole bunch of that guaranteed. Yeah. What about all of it? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know the nature of JJ Watt's contract. Like, I'm sorry. No, so it's it's a maybe $100 million contract. Maybe, yeah. Wow. All those numbers are kind of fixed. That's why Antonio Brown's sitting with $0. Because mm-hmm. they had a, there was a date that they could just cut him, and they did. Because he went crazy. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. yeah <laughs> and pretty his much, brain. Pretty much. And every once in a while, he, I still follow him on Instagram for some reason. And like one day, it'll be like his rap video. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, it'll be like, I'm sorry to the NFL, and it's him with Tom Brady that one time they played together. Mm-hmm. And then he's like apologizing to Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> and then he's upset about this something the Steelers apparently did to him. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. One thing that is not talked about enough is how Mike Tomlin, the head coach, kept that under wraps. Yeah. Like, how do you... And you talk about big egos. Like, hockey, there are egos, but you don't see them as outwardly. In Here. the NFL, there are big personalities. This is a great opportunity for me to go to the bathroom. You guys talk yeah. football. I wonder. <laughs> you, it makes you wonder. I mean, systems are so important, right? And that's what the Patriots are known for. They can find guys that could not be successful anywhere else. They plug them into the system, and bang, you're Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder, I wonder how much... Because Antonio Brown was disciplined for, like, Instagram living in the, in the room... But like, I, how do you, how is it that one guy could have any sort of control over a guy like Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. right? Like where he is right now. Yeah. And I don't know, ment- mentally he doesn't seem to be in a good state. No. But when you can't reason, like he's an unreasonable person, right? It's a fair assessment to make right now. How do you get him to perform? Mm-hmm. And they did for years. They did. Yeah. And then eventually they just reached a breaking point. But it, it gives so much credit because everyone's like, how could you trade the best wide receiver in football? And nobody knew any of these issues. So you, you right. have to credit an organization who's created such a, in, an institution where you can hide something like that. Well, I wonder, because they got nothing for him and it cost them against the cap yeah. because of the way the NFL's cap And works. then you're like, oh, that was actually a good deal. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just out of town. Right. It's just a plus by a negative. But the fact that they were able to... Um, uh, the fact that they were able to get anything for him, like think about if he'd been pulling all this stuff that he pulled with the Raiders, with the Steelers, no, they wouldn't have been able to trade him. They would have had to terminate the contract. Right. So at least they got a second and a fifth for him. But like the fact that they were able to keep that under wraps kept his trade value pretty high mm-hmm. relative to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Now because he was forcing his way out, teams were like, "Yeah, we'll pay you what we want, or you can try to keep him. He just won't show up." Mm-hmm. But it's a it is a. Um, it's one of those things, and I'm with him, it's weird because there's always those rumors that all of this is intentional. You think so? There's rumors, okay. right? The rumor was the rumor was with the Raiders that, and everybody kind of remembers that saga. Because he wanted to play for the Patriots, so they're saying he's forcing his way out of Oakland. That's so he right. Goes on, and then it happened. And then he hired somebody for social media. That's yeah. where this video, so he, he records a call with him and the head coach, John Gruden. Mm-hmm. And John Gruden's like, come on, man, like, you're great. We think you're great. You know, just come to come to camp, work hard. And he was up, you know, Antonio Brown's making a big deal about the footballs and the, the helmet sizes and the, you know, because they had to wear yeah, a new they helmet. Ch- they changed helmets and he refused to wear the new one. And so he, so he takes that and puts it to music and puts it on his Instagram. And the next day, I think they cut him. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he, oh, no, there was the abuse allegations, yeah. I think, that came out that they, then they cut him. Yeah. And... I, I, it was one of those where you kind of go like, this seems so crazy. Like the call happened one night, the next day there's a fully produced video mm-hmm. and the call and music on his Instagram page. And you yeah. think, well, he must've hired somebody for this. Is he a genius? 
is he for getting, getting what he wants? I guess and is he a really exactly bad genius, right? But is he getting exactly what he wanted? If the end goal was, hey, I'm going to leave the Steelers and then go to the Patriots and win a Super Bowl and make a whole bunch of money, then it's like, oh wow, he's doing exactly what he wants, right? But in the end, we discovered that he just wasn't mentally there yeah. to sustain this little plan that he had, right? But it was working if that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, and there there was that evidence that he hired that social media company. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, he had to have done it. Yeah. Antonio Brown is not sitting on iMovie putting that together, right? And we know that. The the I, It was interesting. When I was in Barbados, I got to watch, because there was a couple of rainy days, I got to watch a lot of ESPN. And I was watching First Take, and they had Mike Tomlin on. And Mike Tomlin is the head coach of the Steelers. And, and they asked him about Antonio Brown, of course. And he said, Antonio Brown, he said, once a Steeler, always a Steeler. But we have no business interest in him. Mm. And... At the time, it was kind of interesting because it was like, does that mean no business interest in him yet? Because that's the only team he's been able to function with? Or does that mean, no, we've we've crossed that bridge and we're done with that? Because they are weaker without him. Right. So you think, do you think he plays in the NFL again? Oof. I don't. You don't think so? No. You think he's done? I think he goes and goes to the XFL or something, maybe next season. Oh, my God. That, who's, who's signing him at this point? Well, yeah, only Vince McMahon. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. What? Oh, did you? Did you I watch didn't want hands? to touch anything. Good. Yes, I did. We're good. I'm glad you did. Are you talking about Antonio Brown getting yeah, signed yeah. by wrestling? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, XFL. Who'd be shocked? Um, yeah. By the way, after the, this is a story that also broke today, too, we should probably quickly mention. Uh, and it's just a, a sports story that's interesting. So during the NBA Finals last year, or yeah, in June, um, oh. during the championship, um, Masai Ujiri, who is the president of the Toronto Raptors, ran out onto the court after they won. And a police officer who was doing security that night tried to stop him. And they got in each other's face. And the police officer sued him because he said he caused mental damage and physical damage. After an investigation, didn't an investigation already find like there's no basis for this? Yes. Or something like that? It's That's wild to me. Like, how are you able to do that? Like, they found out, they found nothing was done wrong. Right. And then yeah. you're able to waste Masai's time, cause him mental stress. Yep. Just do your job, bro. According to so eyewitness accounts, Ujiri rushed down to the to congratulate the team after the Raptors beat the Warriors, and the deputy stopped him because he said Ujiri wasn't properly showing his credentials. Witness accounts, along with some cell phone video, show there was a brief heated altercation between the two men, according to the sheriff's office. Uh, there was also high-definition video taken at the stadium. It has not been publicly released. Uh, no one disputes that Strickland and Ujiri got into a shoving match, but how hard the shove was was at the heat of the lawsuit. Now, here's the interesting part about the Strickland character. It's just come out today that he was convicted of insurance fraud back in 2005. <laughs> That's my new surprise is I put my hands near my face. So apparently the story here is that the conviction being more than a decade old, three legal analysts told KTVU-TV that uh, Raptors attorneys at the high-priced law firm Corbett, Preach, and McCarthy uh, Sounds right. are sure to use Strickland's past behavior at some point in their defense. They declined to comment on the case. So this is still going forward. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I didn't know. I guess it depends on the crime, but I didn't know that you could be a police officer and... And, and do that. And have, a, and have a conviction for fraud. Or a conviction for anything. Well, and sue this guy. Well, no, no, no. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, suing, yeah, I mean, that too. But but forget that. How, if 2005, he pleads guilty, is convicted, how does he become a cop? How do you work for law enforcement? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure up here anyway, like, like even, if you even have, like, the smell of, wow, you said something dumb to a police officer once when you were drunk, you are not getting on the force. Period. End of story. Because it compromises you. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm wondering how this happened. I don't know. America's a wild place. It's a wild place. You know? State to state, man. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. wild. <laughs> wild Canada. No, no. No. I know. <laughs> but, uh, no, we got our things. But, like, uh, America's wild. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy place. Yeah. You know what? Why don't we do the press conference? Because I know we got a bazillion questions. Yeah. I'm willing to stay for a bit if you guys are. I don't know. Well, yeah. I got to roll out soon. Well, never well, mind. Let's do it. Adam has a child. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. Right. It's true. Presser. Press conference. Um, you thought first, I would have mentioned it. First question. This one comes from Izzy Brinker. By the way, I tweeted out uh, our press conference questions. We're going to be doing this more because we're going to have so much more time <laughs> on this show without sports to talk about. So keep an eye out for more press conference questions. Remind me, I have um, a ch- uh, charity idea I want to talk about at the end. Oh, fun. Also, yeah. Steve and I streamed, and I mean stream, we played NHL yesterday. Oh. And we uh, we recorded it. I, I captured it with our capture card, yeah. and it wasn't that good. I don't know. I watched some of it back. No? Oh, I might post it this afternoon, but... It wasn't that interesting. Uh, is there any is there any conversation between the two of you? That we yeah, have? we're talking the whole time. Oh, that's cool. We're just talking about the game hey, and stuff. I might throw it up. I was wondering, <laughs> like, is it hard to put one of those, like, to stream that stuff? Is it hard to get a camera set up and everything like these guys no, do? You, no, you can, We did it yesterday. I think. Do you have a camera too? I well, I I did. I turned mine off, but I could just turn it on. I didn't oh. want to. I was just sitting in my living room and think. It's very interesting to watch me, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think. It, yeah. I think it'd be interesting. Um, to have all three of us either play on the same team or two of us play against each other and the third watches and like just talks trash about us the whole time and then we just alternate who that person is. We can have some fun with that. We, we can that. definitely have some threes fun Threes is good. Oh, like the three of us perfect. on one team doing threes. Yeah. And good. just take it on people on the internet. Yeah. Randoms. We can yeah. do that. We have the capability to do that anytime you want, Adam. Ones. Like it fired up my PS4 the and then we all oh. get into a chat and then we can I guess I would have, have, have to buy YouTube. the most recent NHL game for that. Which I have not done. <laughs> oh, oh, and this thing, this one happened. So, go ahead. So the other night, I go to play Chell, and it won't work. I can't get it to work, and I can't figure out why it won't work. But I notice Jesse's login keeps coming up. So remember, uh, about a month ago or so, we tried while Adam was gone. We tried to play NHL, and it wouldn't friggin' work. And I'm going on my old man rant. Jesse, I swear to God, you used to just be able to plug your video game in and play it. And Jesse had to go on his device and make, he had to tell his PS4 that it was his mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. And there, therefore, that's his game. You'll remember, or you might remember, uh, at some point we had a conversation about NHL 20. And I brought up, oh, yeah, I didn't buy it. One day it just showed up on my console. Like I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and it's like NHL 20 is finished downloading. And I'm like, what? Oh. I didn't buy the game. How did that happen? Because Jesse was logged into my PlayStation, for some reason, I guess when he bought it, it then downloaded straight to my device. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I I think, did we use your console at our Cineplex event? I don't know. Or did I bring mine? 
I think it was yours. It was mine. Or was it mine? I was just trying to think about when it might have happened. When I might have signed into your console. Because it might have happened at Cineplex. I might have signed in there and then NHL's on your your system. And then it's still signed in my profile. No, I got it long before that. Long before that? Okay. Uh, So I just might have been logged in from like the summer or something. And And I just... yeah, I've been on a Red Dead out. kick again, yeah. so I hadn't played it since we played, mm-hmm. so I didn't know. So, And you were saying there's some sort of PlayStation doesn't want you to share or something, so that's why you have to log in and make that your primary device? Yeah, because you're not supposed to be sharing uh, the game on multiple consoles. Right, so this... But we were this, Yeah, this system that they have in place to prevent us from sharing yeah. allowed me to play a game that I was perfectly willing to buy for free for seven months. Yes, so you played NHL for free. Good job. Good and job. I got 20 bucks off because I, I had to buy it, but I got 20 bucks off. Thanks, I guess. Stupid. Sweet deal. Stupid. So, yeah, anytime you guys want, we'll stream. I'm ready. We'll I'll have it. to buy it tonight. Uh, Izzy Brinker wants to know, if you each had to stock up on your top three quarantine snacks, what would you choose? Oh. Now, well, this is quarantine snacks. So, they got to be something that will last you at least 14 days. So you can't just pick something that'll expire, right? right? So this is your snack that's going to last you at least 14 days. What is it? Ah, okay. All three of these things would last 14 days. Because, I well, can I cheat by it has to go in the freezer? Yes, you have a working freezer for these 14 days. All right. Go ahead. All right, so I suppose marijuana is not the snack. Uh, nope. But these are the best snacks. It's legal here. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Um... Jalapeno cheddar Doritos. Ooh. Right? Right? A lot, a lot of you, sometimes it's, it depends on the mood. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sweet chili heat, but jalapeno cheddar Doritos. Sweet chili heat is nasty. I don't like it either. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's the most popular them, flavor, though. I don't get it. It's, I don't understand why. A handful of them is good. A bag of them is nasty. No. Not even that. No? No. Or not even once. Nasty. It's just not my favorite. Not even in this economy. No. Eh? No. <laughs> wow. Not even in this economy. Uh, not even if there's a fire. Iggy. We learned one summer ago oh. that oh, Jesse. Iggy likes sweet chili Doritos. <laughs> yeah, because you got drunk and fed them to him. <laughs> I fed him like three. Turns out he barred. His and I had to clean it oh, up. Oh, I thought it was his beehole that didn't like it, but uh, it was probably both. <laughs> or was it Charlie? It was both. I think. Uh, it was both of them. Oh, Charlie would have found a way to get it himself. He's so aggressive you, with. Uh, yeah. You left He's and smart. handed us two dog faucets. Thanks. They like dogs. So I like giving dogs pleasure. Uh, it wasn't the. F- well, whoa. It, was, it wasn't. Ooh. I mean, I saw Charlie chomp I know on what a I dead said. squirrel the other day. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I was trying to help you out by just going nope. right over you there. You could so, pet them. You could feed them. So, Pleasure. okay. So, what have you picked so far? Jalapeno cheddar Doritos. Okay. <laughs> um, Sour Patch Kids. Oh. I was going to say Swedish berries or Sour Peaches. Let's go with Sour Patch Kids. And uh, Frozen Grapes. Okay. You never have frozen grapes? When I had them at your house. A, when you're feeling a certain way? You've never had frozen grapes? No. I'm, 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 I had them at your house. Yeah, they're wonderful. I'm not a fan of cold things. They're okay. I love cold things when I feel a certain way. Like, I'm not a big ice cream person. Like, yeah. No. no. Incorrect. You keep going. The, those are the three. You asked me for Adam. three. Okay, so. Remember that I've gone to Costco and these an enormous size of all of these things, okay? I have a downstairs freezer. Okay. So I have gotten... Oh. Full of grapes. Just so many fucking grapes. No, uh... <laughs> only grapes. <laughs> it's, it looks like Orbeez. Like it's just 
like a bathtub full of Orbeez, except it's a freezer full of grapes. It's like a backpack full of grapes. Red, green, <laughs> all weird them. blue kind. They make wine more out of. green. More green. Damn, there's so many options. What, what will I take? Even as grapes. <laughs> Cold, sweet, and sour, crunchy. Mm, oh God. Mm, frozen grapes. Wild blaze. He's anyway. Sorry. I need the freezer for two of them. All right. The first one is ice cream. Now I need to have, uh, for me, peppermint chocolate chip. But it's mm. the the chocolate chip ones that have the they have the chocolate chip like minty sticks in them. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the big the, not the chocolate I, I chips. No, I want no. the I want the big long sticks in where you where you put the scoop and it goes. Crack, 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 crack. And yeah, and you mean green like peppermint, not the candy cane kind that comes. No, not the candy cane. The green. No, no, the green one. Mm. So mint chocolate chip with the big long sticks. I want, and again, I'm a mint chocolate chip guy, so you gotta you gotta take this in. Girl Guide cookies. Mm. The mint cookie chocolate ones that are frozen. You put those in the freezer. Eating at room temperature what is, is good. What is you guys in frozen? No, try it. Try it in the freezer. Yo, no, try I in the don't freezer. like gold things. Oh, yeah, you don't like gold things. <laughs> That's hard. So we're talking just snacks, right? Not meals. Snacks. Snacks. And then my last snack is the biggest bag of pretzels you've ever seen in your life. Oh, did you go I to jail? Love Chocolate go to jail. Sure. Maybe a little, maybe a little of all. Better. Mm. But I love... I just love pretzels. I love that crunch. Give me that crunch any day. Yeah, and a little after bit of salt. thirty seconds, just <laughs> <laughs> no, that's saltine crackers. Can't breathe. That's where you're like, where it becomes like concrete dust in your it's mouth. It's just a stick version <laughs> of that, Adam. <laughs> pretzels. All right, now I have a feeling Jesse, having listened mm-hmm. to all of these options, is going to compile the best list. Three frozen oh, things. Oh shit! I didn't even be thinking of mine. Whew. Um, Not do you want to argue grapes. over rolled gold some more? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm grateful no one said ketchup chips yet because they're disgusting and you need to stop. I uh, no. no, they're gross. Ketchup chips. When I was a kid, two things made me barf almost guaranteed. My buddy used to get my buddy, my neighbor across the street, one of my best friends growing up, used to always get barbecue sauce instead of tomato sauce on his pizza. So like under. Ooh. And I liked it, but it made me throw up every time. And ketchup chips. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything that you eat now that you cannot, like, you can't eat because you'll projectile vomit, like, because your body just doesn't like it? Well, green peppers, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, nothing else. I love, I loved tuna from a can, making sandwiches and stuff out oh, of it. Oh, tuna from a can is delicious. Loved it. Yeah. For some reason, when I was 21, I ate it. I was sick that night, food poisoning, whatever. And you're done. And ever since, even when I, when I eat it, I still love the way it tastes, but I vomit. I don't know what it is. Because that's your body going, no, get that away yeah, from Yeah, no, it does not, let, my body does not agree with Cantoon anymore, and it makes me sad, because I, I loved it. I have a similar relationship with vodka. Uh, what are your three, three things? A stack of frozen pizzas. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You got to heat that up. I have an oven. Yeah, he's not So you like the... things that were previously frozen. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be wow! ma- mowing down on Dr. Ucker wow! Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Wow. <laughs> you know when people eat frozen pizzas, Steve? <laughs> what, a, what a weirdo. He um, heats up his frozen pizzas. I want to skate on my pizza wow. before I eat yeah. it. Wow. Uh, all uh, right. Barbecue bold Doritos are my favorite. It's Ooh. the purple bag. Yes. They're the rarest Doritos, and they're the best Doritos. I'm really high on those right now. Amazing. Yes. So yes. that's two. And um, uh, third, chocolate-covered almonds. 
Great. Kirkland Great brand. That's healthy fiber. There you go. So those are my How come it almonds from Kirkland? I'm never. I'm oh. surprised. Kirkland's got some like low key amazing Kirkland stuff. Kirkland has the best everything. They they're really good. I have Tires, not tried this. You should chocolate almond like how <laughs> Tires. Do you, those brown dad shoes with all the straps. And socks. Stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Get some and Kirkland no one, socks with your almonds. No one puts together a nice. And sort of crusty, middle-of-the-road pair jeans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they don't exactly move very well. No. They're just very Honey, hard. I'm going to buy some Kirkland brand things today. I'm going to grab some chocolate almonds, jeans, and a tent. <laughs> like, this is what a for, weird if, company. If, if you threw Kirkland brand jeans at someone, it would hurt. Oh, probably. <laughs> like it would really they like come pre frozen. Yeah, they must. Jesse would hate them. <laughs> this is from you would love them. Turnip Cannon. Yeah, what's up? Turnip Cannon Long wants time. to know. What are Adam's thoughts on the Ross rifle? The Ross rifle, uh, the shitty Canadian rifle from World War One. God, you're sure? so weird. I don't <laughs> know. God, you're so no, weird. No, this is a bit infamous because what happened was. <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Tell yeah. us about this thing that's really infamous. If I'm if I'm getting this right. Yeah, no, look it up. Get your information right. Yeah, it's the Canadian one. So here's okay. the thing. So they they it was a rifle that started out as like a hunting rifle in 1903. From right. Here. And what happened was it didn't work. So what? So the Canadians, the Canadian government signed a deal with Ross, the company, and said, you're producing all of our rifles. And so the soldiers got them. They would jam. If they got wet, they wouldn't work. So, you Which know, you're problem. in Belgium. Trench warfare. In the middle, yeah, you're in Belgium with all the dams broken and it's wet. So your, your gun doesn't work. It jams all the time. So what the Canadian soldiers would do was they would start picking up so, like guns from, because uh, they, they, they started on... Ypres, right? That was their the second battle of Ypres with gas tax and everything was their first battle. Totally. So they start picking up French or British rifles or even German ones. So the Canadian government finds out about this, that the Canadians are just dropping the Ross rifles. And so they court-martial anybody they find with not a Ross rifle. So you imagine, you're told to get into a trench and it's soak, your feet are soaking wet for yeah. days on end with rats and dead bodies and shit everywhere. And then they're no like, hyperbole. yeah, no, no, literally. And then they tell you, okay, climb that ladder, run towards those people after we blow a bunch of whistles and give them the heads up that we're coming. And oh, by the way, your gun's not going to work. And if you don't use the gun that doesn't work, we're not going to, uh, we're, we're going to send you to jail. Uh, man, send me to jail. It's it. So the Ross rifle. So then it got so bad that I believe in 1916. Great question. Turn up cannon. The next thing in 1916. The Canadian government moved away from it because there was enough outcry at home. It was like 16 or 17. And it's funny that there's gun experts online, and I've watched these videos. They talk about guns of that vintage. And they said the Ross rifle towards late 1917, 1918, when they finally stopped producing it, was actually a very good gun. Good rifle. It actually, they fixed, they fixed whatever was wrong with it. But oh. it took them two or three years in the war, in the w middle of the worst time in the war. To figure out know, how to fix it. 15, 16, to figure out how to fix it. Unreal. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the that's why the Ross rifle thing's famous, crazy. But yeah, freaking Ross. Yeah, I know. Ross. Bunch of Rosses, eh? This <laughs> one comes from forty underscore Helmy. Best Generation One starting Pokemon. Ooh. Bulbasaur, Charizard, or the one nobody should ever pick, Squirtle. The answer is Squirtle. Damn it. I picked Squirrel, too. I already knew you guys were the worst. <laughs> I said Charizard, Charmander. You're 100% a Charmander guy. Uh, Fire yes. types are useless. 
They they are types useless. Suck. The garbage. Charmander. Were Charmander is the most important starting yes. Pokemon no. because you end Why? up with Charizard, which is the most dominant Pokemon ever. And then you the gotta leave him in a farm because he's an asshole. You gotta drop him off the Charizard farm eventually, but whatever. Fire Charizard has less HP than both Blastoise no, 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 and no, no. Venusaur. That's but, true. I forgot about no, that. And his no, defense no, no, no. was lower than both of them. But Flamethrower is the most important. Important. But you when can it get, actually connects, you that can, shit missed all the time. No, you can no, get no, any no, other no. Pokemon and do that. No, no, you can no. get an, another Charizard Pokemon and teach them. is the most power outside of Mewtwo, which is in, yeah, or it's, Ditto it, it's because it's just it's also cheating if you got, got a Ditto. But you can't screw get you. Mewtwo till way later in the yeah. game. Get an Alakazam. Come on, yeah, Charizard get... out of the Gen ones, he's the most power out of. It's Charizard a he or she? Charizard is the most powerful Pokemon there is. You start off with Charmander because you're looking it at the long tail. You, you you're not like, looking at the short term. We're looking like, at long term markets here. You sound like a child. In the end, this is how a child talks. Charizard <laughs> will be the most powerful, and you want him on your stable. If you want, if you want the tr like that fire attack, you just train an Arcanine. No. Yeah. Well, a little, oh, this little puppy dog with a little spike on his hair is supposed to do something here. That's Growlithe and Arcanine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This little dog. You can get a Vulpix? Oh, I'm going to bring yeah. Iggy to this Pokemon battle. Half Iggy's going to be great. Or dog. Iggy's going to be great here. dog-like. Come on. Or some sort of fox. Why did I pick this fire-breathing dinosaur? Who stinks? Who stinks? Who yeah, Jesse, Je Jesse fell for the the cartoon trap. Yep, you that's didn't, what you didn't choose unpopular but practical Pokemon like Diglett and Dugtrio. <laughs> Diglett, excuse me. Dugtrio was actually pretty effective. Yeah. Dugtrio was very. I'm powerful, gonna dig, yeah. and you're gonna attack, and you're gonna miss because I dug, and then I'm gonna hit you, and then I'm just gonna cheese you until I win. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, next you're gonna tell me you use Sparrow too. Set. No, or I did Pidge not use Spiro. Oh, I got a Pidgeot. Because <laughs> I had a Pidgeot. <laughs> I remember. I you didn't need because you had a Charizard. Exactly. But I didn't need some crappy run-of-the-mill water type. Mm. A dime a dozen friggin' catch with your stupid fishing rod water type. Because I had Blastoise. What's the, what's the little plant guy? Uh, Bellsprout. Okay. Yeah. That, that uh, so, became Weepin'. Victory Bell and then Weeping Bell. So yeah. when Those I are the opposite. when I leave uh, my little my my little house and I go into the world in Pewter Town in Pewter Town and I catch a Bell Sprout within the first fourteen seconds. Pallet Town, how dare you? Oh, Pallet Town, sorry. sorry. About that, yeah. oh. <laughs> and I catch a Bell Sprout within the first fourteen seconds, and all of a sudden my Bell Sprout can defeat any Squirtle that's ever lived. What are you gonna do? You don't need Venusaur. Because you get the bell sprout. Yep. Your strategy sounds similar to my. Who is your water type? Who is your water slash ice type? Because Blastoise, you could teach ice attacks to. Who and is you your can water? Can you not you surf? Can you, you not gotta surf, surf with Blastoise? Too? Yes, you, of course you can. This is the king. So you have I... surf. You have ice beam. You can get a Clefairy within the first like few minutes, so that's your magic. Clefairy. I mean, they stink, but I early on with, they're fine. I, you guys are both terrible Pokemon masters. Well, well, you gotta Pokemon, get them all. You have to po catch them all. Pokemon duds. I... Yeah, you catch the crappy ones and you put them away. So you guys... Or you set them free. You guys it. clearly don't know how to fish. 
You know? What, so I could get a Goldeen? When you get that fishing rod. Would you get a tentacle there, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're but one that's of those? Like, that's I'm like sorry. four levels into the game, I'm man. I'm sorry. Were you, another one of, were you one of those cartoon-watching losers? I love the cartoons, by the way. I but I didn't do. let it affect my Pokemon masterdom. If you were a true Pokemon fan, you played according to the cartoon. No. Jesse, if you were a real master. Oh, oh, oh. Jesse had a Lapras. Guaranteed no, Jesse had a Lapras. Lapras. What? I did not have a Lapras. You All I know is that, that your water ice once you get that fishing rod from the nice fisherman, what can you get? You discover that there are plenty of fish in the sea. You get a tank. And, whenever, and they all suck! And whenever you need a fishing, and a fishing Pokemon, you just go and you catch and, them. And by the way, did anybody actually train a Goldeen without cheating to, to be a Gyarados? No, that was a Magikarp. Yeah, oh, it was a magic carp. Sorry, that's what yes, I mean. Goldeen um, sucks too, by the way. Goldeen also sucks. It's one of the thousands of water types that suck. So you didn't have Except a Sea King? Except for Blastoise. You didn't have a Sea King? No. Sea King's I trained powerful. one to get there. Yeah? Uh, to fill up my Pokedex. It's going through some of the OG Pokemon. And then I promptly went, bye. Yeah, there's like a bazillion now, and I don't know. Uh, I almost, yeah. there's like I only, know, I only know the 150. 600. This might be the yeah. opportunity to, uh, to pick it up. Because I believe, don't they have a PS4 version? Do they? Not PS4. It'd be on Nintendo. Oh, it'd be a Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo. Oh, I yeah, should get a. Nintendo. I should get a Switch and like order in a Switch and order that in and try to learn all the new ones because there's a lot of new ones. It's I still crazy. have uh, Fire. Like I can still fire that up. Like when I go home on my Game Boy SP. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember your six? No. I'll bring it in next time. Okay. On Wednesday. I'm trying to remember because I would have, I would have a Blastoise probably. I would have a Doug Trio. <laughs> Loser. I would have a Pidgeot until I got Articuno, who is the best one. Or I would have a Zapdos maybe to have an electric one. I absolutely hate it. Um, I'm trying to Gasly. think of who my electric guy was. Gasly. Gasly's good. Also Kadabra. <laughs> Kadabra was sick. Kadabra was sick. Yo, Kadabra was sick, but you needed a friend to make your... Well, yeah. So your Gasly became a Haunter and yeah. your Abra became a Kadabra, but you needed a friend to get a Gengar and a uh, Abracadabra. No, Alakazam. Al- Alakazam. Alakazam is the highest. Yeah. Abracadabra. The... Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Alakazam. I forgot the name Hunter. I was looking for Hunter. Yeah, right that's now, right. So like, yeah. Yeah, oh, isn't that amazing? Like some creator was like, all right, the first one is Abra. The second one is Kadabra. So the third one is, you guessed it, Alakazam. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's wrong. It's wrong. I'm trying to remember who my six were. <laughs> I liked ice types because ice types do well against dragon types. And that was the final gym boss. Right. Right. Correct. As always. Also, water and ice uh, do well against ghosts. Do you still have your original Game Boy at all? Do you have the game? I do have it somewhere. Do you have it sitting somewhere? Yeah. yeah Could you bring I don't it know. in? Because I, I, I had a purple Game Boy Clear, so you could actually see. Yeah. But it was a color. It was like it was color, but it was a clear case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were um, that kid. Yeah, you were a cool kid. And I had... So Would you I had Dunkaroos, too? <laughs> <laughs> For roll-up, I bet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Every, every snack time, you're like, oh, I got the good one. Check out Adam. Thinks he's better than Got us. bad goldfish. <laughs> cool guy, oh, Adam. Adam has real pogs. <laughs> oh, what? not milk cats. Actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, I want to change out my my top three. If I could switch the rolled gold, it would be for a gigantic big goldfish. Mm. Original. I love goldfish. I bet Adam had the good Beyblades. Right? I never had Beyblades. Too old? No one had Beyblades. Well, no yeah, because they were like aggressive. Was... They? There was like a whole You guys didn't have Beyblades? No. I think we were a little too old. I think old. you guys were too old for Beyblades. Wow. Well, no, we weren't. No, we were not. <laughs> okay. I was 
I was too old. Steve mentally was not. And that's probably <laughs> probably it. Steve We're still has age, figurines. Adam's trying to talk up Adam's trying to talk up all these girls and I'm like, Digimon, Digimon Monsters, Digimon. I love Digimon. The second I get home. Sorry, what? I love Digimon more than Pokemon. Really? The show. The show. Yeah. It well, you know what it probably was a better show. When you go back and watch Pokemon now, it's like this is an empty show. Well, underrated. <laughs> there is no storyline here. What Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. It's Digimon's like, the worst. No, all, no all for Japanese wasting time. Ball. No, no, it was a good story time. Or sorry, good storyline. No, but fight for you. time wasting, because you know how Dragon Ball Z is notorious for, uh, yeah. and that's it. Digimon. Every time they evolve, they show the whole thing <laughs> for all of them. That's yeah. fifteen minutes <laughs> of the twenty-two. I evolved into and they freaking spin around. <laughs> <laughs> it took forever. So it took forever. When it went to an Angemon. Yeah. <laughs> it goes from like this cute little puppy to like a god. Yeah. Looks like some ancient Egyptian. I forget how they work though. Did they go back after the fight was over? Yes. Digimon could go back, right? Yes. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was the that Or was like the thing they would lose Digimon. their power. Oh no. Yeah. You know when they would spin the other way? Pokemon, once you evolve, you're stuck. You're well, that's stuck. what you can pissed never me off about evolve. the Pokemon series because you've got Charizard and then you got that stupid Bulbasaur who's like hanging out with all the Venusaurs and mm -hmm. they're like, hey, do you want to do, do this? And he's just being a dick about it. It's like, like no. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, it's like, ah. And then when Ash gets the thing, so Pikachu could never evolve. He's like, gives him a stone so he never grows up. So he can up. never become a Raichu? Yeah, he never become a Which Raichu. Which is stupid because you yeah. need a Thunderstone <laughs> to become a Raichu. But then he's not Pikachu. Right, Pikachu. Because Raichu, okay, this is, Pokemon is guilty of body shaming. Oh my God. Okay. Because how? Raichu is uh, out. Let's say it. Raichu is ugly. Well, Raichu is ugly. Raichu is yeah. an ugly Pokemon with an ugly tail and ugly ears, but kicked all the ass. The worst part about it in the game, though, was that if you if you put him in that, he wouldn't learn anymore. Like you had to learn everything as Pikachu, mm -hmm. and then evolve him, and then you could teach him the things. Yeah. But you could he wouldn't learn anything on his own. His defense went way up. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, when he, when he became Raichu. Yeah. Yeah. His defense went way up. Because that was the downfall of Pikachu, is he's a little mouse. It, which never occurred to me until it was he was described as a mouse. I just thought he was a Pikachu. Got time for one more question. We'll get to some of these next just episode, too, by the way. I'm not done teaching Ooh. you both a lesson. I don't know. One more question. One more question. That one was a great question. question, though. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. By the way, so yeah, the, the, what I was going to say about the... Uh, the the series is like yeah all Japanese like anime cartoons are known for being just stretching that plot line out uh, as thinly as they can, but it Frieza Saga but is seventy five episodes. Ash Ketchum does literally everything wrong, and he gets and all he, the badges. And he lucks into all the badges, does nothing to get them, and you're like, so like, what are you teaching people? <laughs> See, spoken like someone who played the video game and earned those damn badges. Yeah, and you're watching Ash like you piece of shit. Yeah. Yo, man, I had to actually fight this the sand shrew yeah. that the guy was like, running through the paces at the gym. What you know about beating Giovanni there, Ash? Exactly. What you know about that? Had to be Brock too, and right? he didn't even follow me around everywhere with yeah, his powerful Pokemon. Yeah, I didn't get Pokemon. anyone's help. Nope. I'm just. What was the I'm stupid egg thing that that, that uh, Misty always carried around? Oh, uh, and was that even one of the 150? I don't think it was. It was. Clef no, that wasn't Clefable. I think it started with an M. I can't remember. And it wasn't one of the 150. No, it wasn't. And then it evolved into something eventually. I'm going to literally type in, what was that stupid star Pokemon Misty carried around? Well, Misty she, star Pokemon? No, she yeah. had the star, the, 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 the stars because she had all waters, right? Right. But that little egg that would just complain and cry all the time and derail the plot, which drove right. me nuts. 
What was the Pokemon Misty uh, character? Togepi? Togepi. Yeah. The little, her little Togepi. Egg, yeah, Togepi. Togepi yeah. sucked. What did it evolve into? Ooh. Uh... Where, when in real life, Misty had a kick-ass star you and star me yes. screwing up your Tuesday. Oh, yeah. When you got homework, <laughs> but you're spending five hours... Try to beat him. Because you decided this one time, I'm going to use stupid Charmander, and then you walk into a water gym, and you just walk into a buzzsaw. Just jeweled starfish ruining my day. Hey, Steve, how was it? Oh, it was whatever. I'm all aggravated in grade three the next day. Hard to learn. Long division. That's why I don't know. Because I was dealing with Staryu and Starmie the whole time. Don't tell me about your stupid Togepi. A final question. No, no, I'm not. No, sorry. Also, first gym is rock. What are you going to do with your stupid Charmander there? All right. Um, Finner33. Should offside face-offs be at the opposite blue line or even defensive zone, defensive zone so players actually try to avoid going offside all the time? Oh, it is a great point you bring up, which uh, I would also say just uh, big, just get rid of it. I yeah, I I think this question should be: What do we do with offsides? Get rid of it. Because we get, could, you could also move the, uh, you could get rid of it and use the um, the center line, the red line for offsides. Because I think you still need offsides. Yeah. You know what I'd like to see? Because you can't you can't extend the zone to infinity. Because yeah. then you're right. cycling the puck. I, that's I that's see, why you have a cage to keep the puck in. I want right? to see an over and back rule. Like the NBA. You get mm. you get past center, Centerized. you have idea. to stay there. Yeah. You can't back pass. Yeah. If I have to watch another, and I will if the Leafs come back, i got to watch another play where they keep back passing it, back passing it. The, if you shorten the ice surface, yeah. the playable area makes things a lot more fun, doesn't it? Hmm. Makes things a lot more competitive, doesn't it? Doesn't it make defenses a lot more aggressive, too? I just hate them. What, the because Leafs? I hate the Leafs' zone entries. I just don't like the blue line at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, to answer your question, it makes it, what they're saying makes sense. You committed an infraction. Yeah, yeah. but that would also slow the game down even more. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. okay, so now you're moving them away from the offensive zone, and it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. The way they have it already is, like, if it's an intentional offside, which even the rules on that are very loose. Like, the ref just decides, like, ah, you were an idiot about that one. Right. And then it goes back into your zone anyway. So... Uh, now that they've added the plane rather than your foot on the ice, mm-hmm. I think offside is as good as offside can be without just getting rid of it. Okay. Do you guys ever play uh, like indoor ball hockey mm-hmm. where you do the – once you cross the blue line, then your off, your offensive zone is the red line? Uh, Would you hate that in the NHL? I'd see, like to see a slap shot from the red line by Tyson Berry. Yeah. <laughs> No, we, I remember. So you do your zone entry and then the offensive zone is. Every time I played ball hockey, um, growing up and someone like tried to have like offside, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, that guy's going to be a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, shut up. We're playing ball hockey at summer camp. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Don't delay the game further. The Dickie D guy's outside. <laughs> I gotta try to get a two dollar ice cream off him for a dollar fifty. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Sorry, this might be based on experience. Listen, I want my bubblegum baseball glove. Right. Um, no, it's fine the way it is. You think 
now the offside system is fine the way it is now okay that they've added the plane okay i'd like to see a little bit more room yeah yeah the over and back eh, it's interesting i just i don't know i'm so gun shy like i just feel like the nhl will find a way to screw it up eventually <laughs> also <Probably>. like i've <laughs> i've beat this drum man like hockey's such a hard sport for Anybody to understand, like, who hasn't ever watched it. Mm -hmm. And hockey needs to bring people in. Like, leave it alone for a bit. Well, maybe. But uh, I guess the reason for me that the NBA is so exciting is that basketball doesn't take place on a court. It takes place on half a court. Uh Interesting. With a shot clock. That's something the NHL should absolutely institute is a shot shot clock. clock's interesting. Especially for overtime. Oh, yes. Yeah. For three on three. Yes. Please. Please. I'm into it. Hey, we got to go. We do. But we will be back show. Wednesday. Now, timestamps will be very important today. <laughs> we will be back Wednesday. I don't Wednesday. know if we'll be able to do them. All right, fair There's enough. a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Might just, you know, upload it. No, no Guys, imaging, nothing. We can talk about Spoken this after the show. I'm yeah. trying to wrap Charmander it up. So, guy. can I <laughs> please don't timestamp this because it's the worst part of the show? Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Whoa. We will ah. be back Wednesday. We have contingency on contingency on contingency. We hope it's in this studio. Uh, we're excited to, to keep going with this. We're going to have some fun. We'll answer some more questions, keep sending them in. And I'm sure we'll have more news to talk about. Less economy next show, I promise. <laughs> and all, by the way, shout out to all the economists that are going to tweet me after this and be like, you actually were wrong. I'm like, yeah, I'm not an economist, but basic understanding. Everybody relax. Yeah. Wash your hands and your mouth. And Ash should have listened to his parents and stayed home. Yeah, he probably should have. He's the worst hero in history. Spider-Man. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connection complete.